This looks like Persona 5 Strikers more than anything. I can already tell you why I would never play this game. It has nothing to do with the girls. No. Yeah, it's that's not the point. Yeah. But we can just wait to talk about it on the podcast, or are we can uh, go into it, or do it now. Or, uh, oh, she's very jiggly. No, we can. <laughs> oh, there's jiggle physics for days. Oh yeah. my god, dude, it's so aggressive. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to it's Japan. like they have their own. Like it's like each boob has their own physics rig that is separated from each other. To be fair, boobs do have their own physics separately no it doesn't because that's not how physics works because it's attached to a body that goes one way boobs do not one does not go up and one does not go down and go like weird about it sure but yeah (laughs) if somebody moves forward it's just all that's going forward it's not like it's like (laughs) what's your title if you're the programmer that gets to do the physics on the boobs are you are you boob physics person no you're jiggle man they call you Jiggle Man. They call me Mr. They Jiggle. call me Mr. Jiggle Man. Welcome, everyone, to the latest episode of The Testing Room, where three of the gaming industry's best video game consultants, who have never actually consulted on a video game, bring you new topics each and every week. I'm Alex, a.k.a. The Gauze Father. I'm Christian, a.k.a. Texas Survivor. (laughs) I am Preston, (laughs) a.k.a. Funkadelic Jedi. I thought you were going to say Mr. Jiggleman. I really thought you were. <laughs> oh, I fucked it up. The, I am Preston, the, a.k.a. Mr. Jiggleman. Yeah. <laughs> they call me Mr. Jiggle. They call me yeah. Mr. Jiggle. <laughs> so you, uh, Christian, you survived Texas. Yeah, it man. I mean, let me. The hellhole of let me, the South? Are they, they consider themselves the South. They very the, much do. And also... <laughs> Yeah, I'll just go into my week because most yeah. of my week is uh, it was fun travel, time. so I don't really yeah. have anything to talk about too much. Um, oh, it's fun. I have a couple things I'll blast through, but get your food. No, so that's the thing, man. Look, I don't. Th- shout out to friend of the show and homie uh, one uh, Cloud MD, um, but he uh, I hit him up. When I was there for a work thing, I was I was in Texas for a work conference, and um, I was like, "Yo, let me know, like, where's some places I should eat at? Let me, you know, let's, let me check them out." And I only had basically the other meals were being provided for me, and so all I could really do was dinner. Was like the only thing that I got for myself. Your per diem, if you will. Well, no, no, it was just, um, the dinner was just, it was outside of the conference. Breakfast and lunch were at the, at the conference. Sure. So they were just bringing the food. So dinner was the only thing they were like, you know, fuck off, go do your own thing. So I was like, all right, cool. No per diem. Damn. Okay. Um, no, I got it. They, they reimbursed me for all the, like the food or like that was, it was still on the company. I was just saying I got to choose what I wanted to oh, eat. Okay. I'm sorry. I just want to make sure I'm like, Whereas they were, yeah. Right. Um, but he was like, he suggested this one place called Velvet Taco. I will say their food was good. Um, 
But Velvet my... Taco, other vel- I I had Velvet Taco for the first time in Austin, but since they have opened one, or maybe they're opening their second location here in Atlanta, I love Velvet Taco. So here's the thing: I love street tacos, and they're vegan. I'm but big, they're all big too fan. For Alley. Yeah. Big fan, but my problem is that it it hmm? it wasn't any better than anything like. It was just as good as like Mission Taco in St. Louis or like Bel Air here in Milwaukee. I think it's, I think it's better than Mission Taco because Mission Taco didn't have the same vegan options. That part's fair. I will. Yeah. I I am saying so, is a regular yeah. taco enjoyer. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> Personalized uh, meats. It was just. It was this. It it just. It's a was chain. Not, you know. So, but but that was my point. Is that I was looking. I was like, man, and like. I don't know. It could be a Plano thing. Like I don't want anybody in Texas to get all up in arms about it. Because I, when I was in whatever, when I was in, <laughs> uh, when I was in San Antonio, I did have some of the best. Like that food was at, like super super good. So maybe it's just uh, that town thing. I don't know. But I was not impressed with my time there, and I will hope to never return. Did you um, only eat at Velvet Taco? Was yeah. Only, like you well, only have one night. It was two nights, right? So, the, well, the first night that I was there um, was a uh, basically like a wash. I just got, I think I got, I, yeah, because I was coming out of the plane, or I was coming off the plane, and I was just super hungry, so I had Shake Shack in the airport. So, like, okay. you know, it's a wash. I like Shake so Shack. You got, it's good. So, you, you so got, no offense, but you got bad advice. Not, again... I no, love. I mean, he he, he yeah, got, you got options, you, you, but he you chose got, one no, you option. Got, you got bad advice. It's I did get multiple. To be fair, Velvet, I did Velvet get multiple Taco. options. I just chose Velvet Taco because I was in the mood. Okay, for Velvet Taco. Taco is great, but you don't. Texas is known for Tex-Mex. If you go to an authentic Tex-Mex restaurant, which Street Taco Velvet Taco is not, right? So, like, if you're wondering, like, what do I eat in Texas? Tell me the food. Your option should be authentic Tex-Mex or what they're really known for, which is just brisket, right? Like that should have yeah, been I was, barbecue I was told and brisket. I had yeah. a barbecue option. I just decided not to go. I, oh, I decided to go with Velvet Taco anyway. You should have taken the barbecue option. Yeah, Velvet Taco was good, was good, but it's a street. It taco was good. Place. I will say the thing that was even better than their tacos though was their fucking tater tot. There we go. I was waiting for they that do. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is like mixed with like goat cheese and uh, they had like a fucking fried egg on top of it and God all sorts. Damn. It was bang. It was so oh, good. Oh yeah, I was a big fan of that. Okay, that was probably the best thing I ate there. Yeah. And then on my way out, as is custom, I had In and Out because <laughs> you know when you're in or out, gotta go. Yeah. Um, Dude, anyway, there's you, what you should have had if you like fried chicken. There's a place called Babes that is like Babe? legit. When it comes, oh, right back on. when I used back like ten years ago, when I used to eat yeah. meat, Dallas has babes and it's well. So th- that's the thing is I was so I didn't have a rental car, so I'm I was at the conference center, so everything had to be DoorDash. So or that's Uber, what I yeah. want to say. It could be a that town thing because if I'll oh, do DoorDash Velvet Taco, I had to. Oh yeah, that's the other. Yeah, that also sucks. Yeah, well, no. To be fair, that didn't affect it. Like they got it there within 15 minutes. Nope, it was fast as hell. I, I was worried at first because I was like, ah, I'm a little scared because it says it's gonna be 30 minutes. I was like, that's a long time for taco everything to sit. Like I don't know. It was there 
that was like Jimmy John's fast. I literally like ordered it, went to the bathroom, and then I heard a knock on my door. Like it was fast. Either way, team at bathroom break, right? But any so, I was like, but the food is not my biggest problem with that. One, the weather is trash. I, there's no, <laughs> I have heard from so many people that live in Texas that it's like, oh, it's a dry heat, blah, 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 whatever, it's a desert. Apparently, because Texas is so fucking stupid big that it has different climates throughout the parts yeah. of its state. And so the parts that I was staying at was the super humid, nasty, muggy, <laughs> shitty version of Texas, where it was over 100 degrees every day and humid on top of that. I want the hotel that I stayed at, I want you to know I don't feel bad about what I did to your electricity bill because <laughs> I kept that AC at a brisk Pumping. 62. And I Pumping. do not feel bad. What I love about the, the dry heat thing, too, is like whenever I go to Austin, people say the same thing. Like, it's a dry heat. And it is a dry heat. But that just means when it's 115, it's just a boiling 115. Yeah, it's not like, like a so 94 tired, feels like, it like 105. Feel it's just hot. It's just very yes, it hot just and sucks. Like, yeah. it, I, whatever. So I was irritated already in that regard because I was like, I've escaped humidity now from where Preston and I live for the most part. Like, we have oh. maybe like five... 10 humid days out of the year but for the most part it's just fucking nice the day before you got back was super humid but as soon as you got back was like the coolest coldest it's been day it's 63 all day yeah, yeah it's been fucking phenomenal phenomenal I uh, Teddy in a fucking blanket because he was fucking shaking we're yeah we're at our two weeks of uh, false fall where we had like last week <laughs> yeah. like in the 60s and 70s and now it it's 90 again yeah it happens yeah, yeah fuck yeah. that no yeah and so I was irritated already about that then you know, I've I won't go too far into it so that I don't end up, you know, I don't wanna have anything come back. But I told you guys my woes about what I had to deal with at the conference and the type of environment that was there and so all that other stuff. So that was already annoying. And then once again, how hath God blighteth Christian was I just I have never been to a shitty, shittier airport than the, the Dallas-Fort Worth airport. It was unbelievable how... I actually like Dallas. It's just big and I hate the train. Yeah. Oh, so so what you mean to say is that you hate it because those are the two main parts of that airport. <laughs> like, I, I yeah, don't even you know, understand. If you know that, like... I, hey, love, I love the Dallas you're, airport you're if, I don't have to, if I don't <laughs> have to... Do, deal with the train, which I almost assuredly will because you, they'll change the date on me all the time. You just have to know the SkyTrain. You just have to know, am I hopping on clockwise or counterclockwise? And D and E no. are not actually <laughs> beside each other. One is on the opposite side. But either way, if you know that, you're But it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter because the SkyTrain, I have to take it five fucking times because oh. they won't stop changing your gate because I'm almost positive that the people in the control tower think it's fucking funny and like <laughs> sit on the cameras and just watch people run to their flights it's so stupid. Were you on American? No. Yes. So that terror. I'm flying American this weekend, and I haven't flown American in two years. And you know me. Like, I used to be only American out of St. Louis, yeah. Florida. But since the pandemic, American has been one of the worst when it comes to delays and moving. And I'm so worried so about the that time experience. that I went. To, so let me. I'll just prepare you now. When I went to Florida, they straight up canceled my flights. Like, yep. that was done. They just were like, fuck you. It's gone. And no, you can't have a refund. Eat my dick. Like, they they literally were the worst. 
and then on the way, so we had to do Southwest, which was a, a godsend <laughs> in comparison. And then for this trip, when I was heading to Dallas, uh, it was the. I'm almost positive the pilot tried to aim for turbulence pockets, like, <laughs> but didn't say anything to anybody. So he. As we're flying into Texas, he was like, hey, by the way, guys, uh, let you know, this is your captain speaking, uh, blah, 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 blah. It's going to be a smooth flight. We, there is no clouds. Like, it is just clear sky the whole way. So, about 30, 40 minutes out, he goes like, hey, just letting everybody know, we're about 30, 40 minutes out. Probably in about 20 minutes, we'll start doing the landing procedures. Um, So, you know, thanks for flying American, yada, 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 jerk myself off, see you later, bye. And then... For that, from that moment, after he said that, that next 40 minutes was constant turbulence. Like, literally, the plane <laughs> is just shaking, and there's this uneasy thing where no one is saying anything, but people are kind of looking around. I see people, because I'm at the back of the plane for this one, so everybody's just sort of looking around, being like, waiting to see if somebody's going to freak out so that they, in turn, have reason to freak out. But everybody guys, just sort of... You're the back with a bunch of amateur flyers. I sleep through that shit. No, no, <laughs> no, no. First of Allie all... does not like turbulence. Me, I'm just... I don't mind. I don't... I am not a big... Like, turbulence does not yeah. bother me. But being shaken around like it's the ninja at Six Flags for 40 <laughs> minutes is more so just annoying. Like, I'm just like, my man, can we stop aiming for potholes? Like, what are we doing here? Like... So that's constant. And then he doesn't, as we're getting off, says nothing about it. Like, doesn't, doesn't, like when he lands, he's like, hey, sorry about that, guys. Like, blah, 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 a little bumpy ride no, there. But nothing. He's done. Just stares at people as they're walking off. Have a good day. Have a good day. It's, Motherfucker. It's north south, dude. You get, we cut east to west, you can catch the jet stream, but north south, you're flying against it. So, yeah, so, you just, all the time. So there's that whole thing where I was just like, whatever. All right, get off. Do my thing, go to the hotel, do the conference. As on my way back, my gate was changed five times. I, as I order my Uber, they tell me, uh, hey, uh, it's at gate C. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I have him drop me off at terminal C. Sweet. Catch you later, man. I'm going through TSA. I finished going through TSA. First of all, another thing about TSA, I had a moment where... I didn't realize this, but airline employees can just cut you. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh they, yeah. They just go. They go straight to the front of the line yeah. with their uh, ID badge, and they're just done. So, but no, yet. I'm saying when you're in the line to like push your stuff through the the, the detectors, right? Like the the X-ray yep. machines, whatever. They can just do it in front. They of can you. put yep. your. They can put their hand on your stuff and shove it backwards into other people's things. <laughs> That's a dick move. That's so that they have enough room move. to yeah. put their shit on there, and then just and then not even acknowledge your presence or be like, excuse me, or like not even say anything, uh, dude. I. I got off the phone. I didn't say it at TSA because I'm not a moron, but as yeah. I was walking away, I literally was like, if there is ever a moment in time where you motherfuckers do not hold people's basically lives in their hands because of the travel, like you can just basically tell like, hey, you, you, you're you on a no fly. Like you can no longer fly. Go fuck yourself. Like, yeah. That's what I told you. If you motherfuckers <laughs> ever stop having that power, it is open seas is so many ass weapons are getting handed I'm out sure. in the mo my my problem is like okay i get it like you 
you work here, right? So the same way that like, you know, I get a discount where I work, you get like, we all get, you know, little perks from working. I totally understand being able to cut the line as an airline employee. Yeah. Don't fucking touch me and do not touch my stuff. Don't be Fuck an ass off. about it. Yeah. Like, just say like, hey man, I'm going to toss my stuff in really quick. All right, cool. I'll push my stuff back. No worries. Yeah. Whatever. You be in there. But like, you're going through TSA. You already have tunnel vision because you don't want to be the douchebag that holds up the line. So you're grabbing the, the containers that you need. You're shoving your shit in there. You're like, all right, am I good? Do I have everything? Do I still have anything in my pockets before I go to the metal detector? So I'm not that fucking idiot either. Like you're, you have tunnel vision and you're just trying to make sure that you don't fuck over anybody else around you because there is an unspoken social contract of just, hey, you're going through the line at TSA. None of us are happy. Let's yeah. all just calmly. She is traveling with me because I'm I'm clear. So like I have pre-checking, but I'm also like clear. Yeah. So like the front of the front of the line at some airports. But I've been in lines before in like pre-check and I'll look at people and be like, don't take off your belt. Like I'll see him in the middle of it. Be like, don't do that. Don't slow us down. Like, yeah. Just keep going. But that's yeah. what I'm saying, just, right? It's burp, like you're, burp, you're trying. Thing like, with the that's wand. the whole yeah. point. Is like you are trying to get your your world record, like to get yeah. through as fast <laughs> as possible. Nobody wants to be there. And so, High score. It's not like I'm. You know, people aren't paying attention to see if somebody's trying to skirt around them and throw their shit through the detector really fast. Right. And so, but to put your hand, like I literally was like. I was walking away. I was like, any other scenario, you and I are fighting. Like, I'm literally <laughs> going to look at you and be like, put your hand on my shit again and see what happens. See if I don't fuck you up right now. Like, I was so irritated don't touch already. my shit. Yes. Like, it's not you. Like, don't fucking. Like, ugh. So. It's I a asshole through, move. Yeah. So I get through there. Then, as soon as I finish and I'm walking away from, from TSA and I'm heading towards my gate. I get an alert. Hey, uh, your, your gate's been moved. It's, it's to gate A now. Terminal A. All right. And oh like Alex God. was saying, because the airport is set up so fucking stupidly. It's a circle, though. Fuck C you. Is here, a is here. No. <laughs> so it is. Uh, they they break their terminals up far apart and far enough away that you cannot just walk to them. No. You have to take a train. You can, but it takes forever. But there's just no re because, and they break them up. Yeah, not only by terminal by letter, but even by subgroupings inside those terminals. So one through fifteen is a grouping, and you will take a train from sixteen to thirty, whatever, because it just doesn't. They that's that not how they do it. Yeah, they're and they've spread it out in a dumb fucking way. So. You have to, so I'm like, all right, so I'm looking around, and it's like, Skyway's this way, so I'm like, all right, whatever, so then I go, get up, and uh, I head to A, and I get off the train, I go down the escalator, and I'm looking to left to right to figure out which way I need to go for A, as soon as I do that, okay, pull out my phone, hey, uh, gate change, you're going to uh, gate D now. Oh, word. Okay. <laughs> train. Cool. So let me turn back around, go all the way back up, and go to the other ass end of this fucking airport yeah. on this train. So I go all the way to D, and this one is at D1. So the first, so I'm going to the furthest left, like rightmost point of this fucking terminal. So I'm like, all right, walking, 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 walking. Sit down. 
they give me the graciousness of letting me sit there for 30 minutes. Before they go, hey, uh, it's D38 now. Hilarious, because I have to take the train again to get to the other end of the terminal that I'm already in. Jesus. Do that. And I, I get there. I'm waiting. Get another alert. Hey, uh, funny enough, it's back at A where you were before. Almost two hours ago now. <laughs> oh, word. Sick. So, Preston, and just so you know, too, it's, it, I say it's a circle but because it's connected, but it's an oval. So on one end... You have like D. If, if D is at nine o'clock, they, they do like this. They go like e it's like a, it's like cascading. It's like A and B, a, is like three B and five. C, D, E. Yeah. So you have the to like go kind all of the way around that? to the yeah. opposite corner to hit D from A or vice versa. Jesus. So and I, this is, like he said, it's not an insignificant amount of time. This is like thirty minutes each time yeah. just to get here. So yeah. I'm getting there, and th- the hilarious part is that now I have it's, it's about a thirty minute ordeal to go back to where I was. But now, the, the, the flight board's in 45 minutes. Yeah. She got so God it. forbid I experience any delay on the way there. So I get there, 10 minutes to spare. I'm, I get on the flight and uh, make it home. And then I won't even talk about the fucking psych- psycho that I had near me on that flight that almost made me come unglued, but that's neither here nor <laughs> there. That's just every flight, dude. I I cannot, I cannot fly anymore without noise canceling headphones, because people on flights don't understand how volume works, and they just talk about whatever they think so everybody needs to. Hear. The noise canceling <laughs> thing I was cool with, right? Like I was, I I got the AirPods, so I'm yeah. I was set there. My flight to Dallas was fine. I didn't really have any issues with the people that I was sitting next to. Uh, except, actually, the guy who was in the window seat kept doing the thing that I just, I don't understand why people do this. Open but close? No, he was like, open, close, open, close, open, close. Like, every 15 minutes. Like, he would open it, want to look out, close it. 15 minutes goes by. Shit, boom, boom, boom. Close and tell, I'm just like tell me tell me you've never flown without telling you never flown it's it's he's I know like, you know, like his face is clear. I got like, I got to like, see have we gotten any slower is there something cool to look at below I was like no dude it's night leave it closed and go to sleep well not only that but <laughs> hey, my man we're at thirty five thousand feet at this point <laughs> and Not nothing to see here no now I, I don't I don't mind when if there's like mad amount of clouds and shit going on and people are trying to like look and catch cool photos or whatever I'm down with that. When you're having a cloudless day at 35,000 feet, guess what? It's nothing. You might as well be in the ocean. Like, there's just nothing. You're not seeing a, You're not seeing dick. But either way. I like to look down. But, I like to, to, but to see what? That would buildings, uh, land masses. How are you going to see buildings at 35,000 feet? You don't see nothing. You're not seeing buildings. I mean, no. So I, my, my idea is, like, nighttime. But, like, during the daytime, yes, I understand that. Yeah, this but is during I, the day. Yeah, so I didn't, yeah. My first flight was, I did not want the window seat during the day because my first flight, and I have heights thing. And then on my way back, it was mostly night, which was when I I realized I loved playing flight and looked, look, loved looking out. And uh, yeah, it's different. I don't know. I just, outside. I'm totally Dude, down with looking. My thing is, every 15 minutes, I, you don't need, it. nothing changed. You don't need to No, yeah, you're not wrong. Like, like, well, do one or the other, to be fair, but yeah. Yes. So then, but on the way back, uh, to Milwaukee, the fucking lady next. So they and American did it 
both times. I said this to you guys. It should be illegal. We should have let these companies go fucking bankrupt. I they are the scum of the earth. They have they oversold both flights by six people each time. And so then they do the thing where they go, well, we've oversold it just like we said we would. So uh, all the all the baggage room is full up. So if you want a free check, do it. No, fuck you. Absolutely go fuck yourself. That's not my problem. Your problem. I'm not doing that. I'll I'll put my bag wherever the fuck I want. I'll set it on my lap for all yeah, I give a shit. Because I didn't cause this problem. You did. So you figure it out. Not on me. Either way. So my whole time leading up to about two hours before I was supposed to come back to Milwaukee, it was me, an empty seat, and then some other person, right? And all I could think of the whole time was just like, please, yeah, please let this stay like this. I mean, not if it's oversold, right? They're going to give that seat well, to somebody. It wasn't. It wasn't oversold at this point. That's what I'm okay. saying. As I'm oh, saying, okay. I'm okay, looking okay. at right. So as soon as it gets, over, as soon as I finally get to the terminal that the flight is leaving from, it's oversold by six people. And I go, well, I'm fucked. Now, here's what I'm going to say to people: If you are middle or aisle, I was. I, I always do aisle. Okay. I'm tall. I have to stretch out. I can't. I like, do. Yeah, I do aisle too. Yeah, I have to because otherwise my legs are getting cramped up and I'm gonna get. I'm even more irritated. So, uh, I am sitting there, and er, er, this is what I'm gonna say. So, people, if you are one of these last minute ticket buyers, I am not upset at you. It's not your fault that you you know, bought an oversold flight for a good price, whatever it is. Like if you decided to get it because of a deal, whatever, I'm cool with that. However, fuck you. When you <laughs> go to buy that flight or that ticket and it lets you choose your seat to go check in and you're starting to realize that there's like nothing left. You do not under any circumstances get to be upset when people won't switch seats with you because of your poor planning. Fair I'm all. not sorry. Were they with some? Were they with somebody and wanted you? Bro, so here's what happens. I, I literally, I, dude, I was the rudest I, I have ever been. I won't been. do this. I won't switch out of principle. Yes, like, even yes, if I didn't yes. care. No. Yes. No. Uh, so I literally. So what happened was, so it in both aisles that I was sitting in, um, or both rows of the aisle that I was in, I should say, uh, the middle seat was both empty. So a couple. Coming back from Cancun, bought those. So they flew from Cancun to DFW, and then they were going to Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. So they bought those two middle seats. And so they get on, and they were the last group. to. They were group nine because they bought the tickets fucking an hour before it was supposed to leave. So they get in, and the wife immediately starts in. Immediately. Like, looks at and, – and here's the thing. You also, there are, in my opinion, if you are going to, you shouldn't be negotiating with anybody. You should just shut up and take your seat. Yeah. But you're not, you're not going to sell me on a middle seat. Sorry. You've no. lost that fight. Already. So you're not going to sell me on a middle seat. However, yeah. what you're also not going to do, you, you trying to negotiate for what I would consider like best case scenario is also egregious. And let me explain. If I was in that position, I would never be in that position. But if I was, and I need, and I wanted to negotiate with somebody, being like, "Hey, man, like you can sw like like I can think of a situation in which I would at least hear somebody's argument for switching is if they had like their young child with them, 
and they're like, hey, our flight got canceled. We got That's screwed different. over. We got shoved on yeah. this flight. Can I sit next to my kid? I would at least hear that argument, and more than likely, as long as you're cool about it, I might even hook you up. But what this lady decided to do was not ask the person who had the window seat next to her husband or the aisle seat next to her husband, hey, can I switch with you? Like, just I, either side, I really don't care. I just want to sit next to my husband. What she asks is me and the other aisle guy, can we switch with both of them so that now we're in the middle and they both sit next to each other, but they're comfy in the aisle? Wow. If you do not get all the way the fuck out of here, mm-hmm. are you joking me? I, you, the husband, no. the husband probably didn't say anything. He was like, "I just want to be away from her. I'll keep the middle seat." He probably looked at the people both sides and was like, "Hey, if my wife says anything to you, just don't do it. Tell her no." Like just the absolute audacity to yeah. be like, "I want you two on the aisle to switch with us and take the the aggressively shittier seat, but we also want to be comfy while we sit next to each other, so we'd like the two aisles." No. No. So I literally look. I was like, personal question: what, sure. what shirt were you? Were you wearing a hoodie? Were you wearing a t-shirt? What were you wearing? I was wearing, wearing my Godzilla. I was wearing my Godzilla t-shirt. No, I'm not wearing a hoodie. It's Texas. <laughs> nah, that's a mistake. That's a mistake. See, the, what that would have done for me, if she would have asked me the stupid question. I never, I, I never n- don't travel in a hoodie. Always, I have an Apple hoodie. I've always worn it when I travel. If you ask me something stupid, hood goes up. I'm not even answering you. Hood goes up. Headphones are already on. So you're lucky that, like, I have you on transparency and the music is paused. <laughs> My perifs. But if you ask yeah. me something dumb, hood goes up. That's it. So <laughs> I, all I did. I will, I will sweat in Texas. And I've told people this, and it's, it's true. I will sweat in Texas walking around in that hoodie before I take it off and give you the opportunity to talk to me. Jesus. I, I respect that. Yeah, I commitment. this the Milwaukee climate has changed me. I'm not I cannot do being hot. I just can't do Won't it. Won't do it. So but uh, what I I should have worn a more like aggressive metal T-shirt, though, to like really accent my RBF. But instead, I wore a Godzilla versus Mothra shirt and I have a, that must have weakened her guard for like one set. But all I did, I literally I just slowly looked at her and I was like, no. And then I just looked no. back forward, <laughs> and the other guy no. on the other side of the aisle was like, "Sorry, I would at least like think about it, but like, you know, my knees are bad, so I have to put my feet out in the aisle." Like, don't you know, make sorry. an excuse, dude. No, I, yeah. I looked at. I wanted to. Look, I almost turned over. If if I was anybody else, I'd be like, "My man, be strong. It's all right. Like, don't just <laughs> not yourself. cater to this woman." So what she proceeds to do for the rest of the flight is. Become certifiably insane. She starts doing this thing where she like throws her head forward and then like looks to the side and is trying to like make eye contact with her husband. Yeah, get the like, attention of the husband. Yeah. And try to do like mouthing words to each other, like for whatever like first of all, just talk. I have noise canceling <laughs> earphones, so I don't care. But she keeps making it a point to like be way over exaggerated with everything she's doing. Then if she's uncomfortable, and put your head in your hands on your, <laughs> on your <laughs> table, on your tray table. So yeah. what I did do, so this is now remember, this is a late night flight. So yeah. she starts complaining. I hear this, and this will get to the one game that I sort of dabbled in while I was while I was flying. Is um so I brought my switch with me. And I, for you, you guys know, I don't know that I ever yes, talked about do. it on here, but I have the, I have the new OLED switch, so it's very bright. 
right? So I she's sitting there, she's like doing all these things, and then she'll do this thing where she clearly was like tired and wanting to relax, but she couldn't because she wanted to like lay on her husband. So she was like <sighs> like just like flopping herself around in the seat and just like huffing and puffing. And then she would like put her hands and like go like this close to the seat in front of her, like act like she's like reading the leather basically. And I'm like, yeah, lady, grow up like you're being psychotic either way. Yeah. So she finally gets to the point where it seems like she might have found like a little way to relax and I immediately you just turned un- on that screen. I immediately <laughs> unzipped the switch and was like, "Bing!" And it was just like, psh, "It's like a sun that shoots out." <laughs> now, normally in this situation, let me tell you all, dear listeners, I would have just turned the screen brightness down to to be considerate. Sure. Yeah. I did not do that this time. <laughs> I let course. that little mini sun rock. Either way, uh, you, you're and, a level of petty that only I respect. Yeah. And Allie just doesn't get it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, she like gets, and then so the entire time, you know, we finally we finally land, go, and it's it's done. But she just it was just ridiculous, and. Uh, so the two things I did on the flight, I'll just talk about. I played Mario Galaxy for the first time. Hey, uh, I got the, the first first uh, Galaxy combo. and a half. Um, I was fun. I enjoyed it. I, it will be like a travel yeah. game that all pop. I, but I've never played it before. I've always heard people talk really? about how good it was. They're great I, I, because it's on the Wii. And I hate the Wii. So yeah, uh, did you do the whole wiggle stuff? Nope. I just played it as a regular Aww. game because that's how you can play it on the Switch. And it feels uh, good. Yeah, I'm just not a fan of the waggle. That's I'm not, fine. It I'm not a waggle good. man. Uh, I'm not Mr. Waggle. Uh, but um, <laughs> uh, but as a regular game, it's fantastic. I, th- I thought great. it was great. Fantastic. Um, and then I started an audiobook. Uh, oh. I started uh, listening to Mistborn. Have either of you heard of that? No, Bra- uh, Brandon so. Satter- uh, Sanderson joint. Um, from what I understand, uh, it is highly acclaimed by a lot of the are like mutual friends either way i started it so far very cool uh the thing that i will tell you is that so it's about um the quick pitch and it's a thing that sold me it didn't sell me on it because they didn't know the person who told me to read it just told me nothing except you'll like it um but a thing that was in about i would say like the first like 15 minutes of the book uh that explained how the powers worked it immediately like bought me in is so it's about um, the, the the people of this world or certain people in the world have uh, basically like metal powers. By metal, I mean like think like Magneto, like they can yeah. control metal in different ways, sure. um, or they they use metal to gain certain superpowers or whatever. Magnetic the way powers. they do it though is they have to eat like parts like swallow basically parts of the metal like you know like small like chunks of it or whatever and then when they use it they're they're thinking about like burning the metal in their stomach basically and then and some people can use like different types of metal at the same time so like they're like burning like they'll be like burning like tin for instance to get like you know, like super sight or like super hearing or whatever, and then immediately switch to burning pewter to become like super strong or whatever. Like it's stuff like that. It's very cool though. Um, sure. I was, I've been into it so far. It's very long. Um, 
from what I understand, but I've been into it, so that's it. If you like the series, when you're done, let me know, because Allie and I have two different series we've read or listened to on Audible that are uh, YA series that are similar. One has an Asian flair to it. Um, She's actually reading his other set, I think. She started uh, Way of the Kings, I think. No, she started Wheel of Time. Never mind. She started Wheel of Time, but there's a co- there's two other series... Um, one of the book is by Will White called Underlord is one of the books, but it's also like Ghost Water, Black Flame, Soulsmith, and yeah. Soulsmith is the first similar, similar but different thing. But that's the one with an Asian flair. There's another one with a female protagonist is very similar too. Um, so yeah, if you like that, let me know. It, I have two other I'll, I'll totally, I'll keep, oh yeah, I'll keep everybody posted. But so far, it it rules. It was really good. Um, I'm, about, I'm in chapter, I'm at chapter six right now. Um, and then after that, uh, I played some demos uh, today in preparation for this podcast because I had nothing to talk about other than Mario Galaxy and Mistborn and my time in Dallas. Um, I tried Wulong, uh, yeah. Fallen Dynasty. Uh, that game is just Neo 3 is the best way I can it. say it. Looks like, good. It Looks literally fun. is like... I've never. I only played Neo One, and then I fell off it because the ending was just like a stinger for their DLC, and it really pissed me off. Nah. Um, but which is like a weird thing to hold against. Like, I, the game was good up until that point for me, but um, it basically feels like the natural evolution of. I never played their sequel, but it seems like they just kept building on that. But then this time around, they put a big emphasis on. Um, like your your sort of like holy trinity of like classes like a tank dps healer like that kind of stuff um and then made it so that it's like super focused on doing it with friends and like co-op and stuff um so that you guys can like roll through together and have somebody who's like a damage healer somebody who's you know upping people's defense somebody who's healing like all sorts of it's it's very cool i just i'm i don't know that I'm in the mood for Souls anything for what I assume to be probably the next few years. Like, (laughs) I was getting burnt out on this genre before Elden Ring, and Elden Ring, like, really solidified it for me. And so I don't... Like, I, as I was playing it, I was like, this is Maybe. super well made. This is really fun. And, like, yeah. I totally get the appeal. And, like, I could totally, especially from a co-op perspective, going through one of those games, but as, like, a unit of three people yeah. and, like, three? using okay. the builds synergies. Dude, I'm sure it's a blast. Sure. I just was like, I just don't care. Like, I just can't. So you're you know. kind of like, that's what I was trying to articulate before we started doing the podcast is I looked at it and I don't know what it was, but there was something about it where I was like, I just can't make myself like, I don't know. There's just something about it that's yeah. pushing me away. And maybe it is the souls. Like that people are talking about, I don't know, but something yeah. is just, I looked at yeah. it. And like, Neo oh, it looks, is basically, it pretty, but I just yeah. can't. Neo is, is, is a souls game, but with more action based combat, like it's more fast paced. Right. Um, but still like that's, it, it's, it's just more soul stuff. Um, then I tried, uh, the Star Ocean, uh, demo, uh, I don't remember what the full title of that is, but it's the new Star Ocean game. Uh, combat's really fun, 
It is way too anime fan servicey for my taste. Your mileage may vary, obviously there. Um, some people either really like it or it doesn't bother them. I'm one of the people that just, as soon as I see it, I'm just like, well, I don't want to, I'm not interested anymore. So, How, and then why, I, why I move that? on. Why? Why is what? You said your mileage may vary. Why is that? Because some people are into it and some people are not. Oh, just the art style. Yeah, like the like the fan the fan service part of it. Like some people, Fancy, like the yeah. yeah, some people are into it. Some people like me or not. So yeah, um, I can I I don't mind it. It depends. Like Tales of Rise has a, a bit the Tale series, all those Japanese yeah. like RPGs. They they have a bit of it. It's depending on how egregious. Like Tales, I saw I watched the trailer of this game and uh, that we looked at photos and I watched a trailer of the Impress is going to talk about and the Star Ocean stuff. Sure, and it's just. I don't, it's, the line of fan service for me is the, literally what we were joking about is the jiggle. If you're scantily clad, that's one thing, because that's always kind of JRPG-esque. That's, that's just, okay. That's no. okay. Sometimes, though, it's, 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 what, it's comic books, sometimes, other sometimes games, bit, yeah. It's what, it's what you get, right? It's, it's, it's the cost of know. getting in. But it's when you add I don't, I disagree, jiggle but. and stuff, because, like, if you add that stuff in a playing game, now it has to be, like... I have to justify this if somebody watches me play, and that's what I don't want to do. <laughs> like, I think I that's how I feel about scantily clad stuff in general. It doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't know. I will say I, don't I mean, agree. I don't with mean scantily clad, but like the one, the one in Star Ocean, she has like big boobs, and the zip doesn't zip all the way up, so she shows cleavage. But it's not like not only just does cleavage, it not zip all the way up, like, is that she physically can't like right. But but if you're not like calling that out. It's just cleavage, and that's nothing. Like she's wearing pants, and she's wearing a shirt. Like that's not actually scantily clad, but it's the I, effect here's the they thing. Give her that pushes that over the edge. The scantily clad thing that, that kills me is that I would agree if if it was if it was universal, right? Like if she was scantily clad, but then like the dudes were all walking around like Gladiolus from Fifteen, where it's just his so like you just want you want equal opportunity. That's all I'm saying. Like yeah, because then it no, doesn't become weird, service. but it doesn't it doesn't Correct. make any sense when your main yeah. protagonist is like full suit of armor or like a full thing, like and he's like I've got I mean I've got to stay protected, and then the girl's like me too, but then it's like it's she's a wearing a bikini, yeah, but it's yeah. metal. She's like this is my armor, and you're like bro, just say you wanted her to be naked, like move on, like it's so weird like stop being so horny like it's weird me about these games and they all do it like yeah even persona 5 or persona games i don't mind i think persona's way better about it no i'm making it weird hold on you're getting ahead of me you're getting ahead of me also by the way mind the sexiness of like ons ons red leather Suit. Oh, like, the actual like, but it, personas but thing. But, but sure. there's still games, jiggle and all that kind of shit. But yeah. all of these games have these, and I said the photo is what we were joking, Preston. They always have the bathing suit costumes, and that's a bit weird for me. Like, what they yeah. always have the DLC like bathing suit. I'm not gonna play an action game where both the guys and girls are wearing, running around swim trunks and bikinis. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Now it's yeah. Just weird. I just so either way, I played that and I was like, I maybe got like five minutes into it and I was just like, God, I hate this, and I uninstalled it. It's called Star um, Ocean: The Divine Force. The Divine Force. Thank you, Preston. <sighs> I'll try. Um, it. I've always wanted to get into a Star Ocean game. Yeah, I'm just going to do one of the older ones that came out on the Genesis, and I'm going to do that instead, because... (laughs) Do the PS2 one. The the first PS2 one was supposed to be great. Yeah, I have that that one, too. Um, But, 
so I the next game that I tried was Valkyrie Elysium. Um, and I'm just I'm here to tell everybody this game fucking owns. It's basically like Bayonetta one, uh, if it was made to like, but it was like modernized, so like has like the witch time dodging from two and has like a lot of the better like streamlined combos and stuff. Like it's really they really did. It kind of feels like they just Square was like, let's make a uh, a Valkyrie Profile sort of reboot or like a successor. Where for those who don't know Valkyrie Profile, we talked about this when you were playing Indivisible, Alex. But it's that uh, that series that came out on PS One that has like this really crazy like combo based. Uh, battle system where each character is on a face button and your whole point is to sort of just like juggle these enemies into oblivion and all sorts of stuff they have rebooted it's like a soft reboot i think is what they're trying to do but um it's it's norse themed because that's what valkyrie profile was as well um but uh so you're playing as a as a valkyrie um and uh but they basically just did that kind of story um, but then lifted the combat from Bayonetta out of it. It is yeah. rad. Like, I just, I loved every single second good. of the demo. I was playing it up until this moment. And another great example of a game that has a female protagonist, but she just looks cool and is not, you know, all fan serviced out. Like, she's wearing a full suit of Valkyrie armor and has, you know, Looks, looks like a normal badass. Yeah. Looks like a normal badass. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that is what to I've be, done. To be fair with your statement, though, you you did compare it to the amazingness of Bayonetta, and I mean Bayonetta is all fan serviced out too. Call it. Nope. Say it. The reason that I want about the story and everything else. The reason that I disagree. The reason that I disagree about Bayonetta being fan service is that the, the story. No, well, sure, but it's the characterization of the character. Like, Bayonetta is not... There's never a point in which Bayonetta is, like, the same type of characters in all of those other JRPGs that are scantily clad. Like, you know, all cutesy and, like, I can't do anything. I'm not... Just please save me and my giant breast from getting attacked. Like, it's really... It's not... It's They... I think that anybody who has played any one of those games and then played Bayonetta can see that there is a very clear difference between the characterizations of those characters and Bayonetta. Bayonetta so is like I sexy, can, a little more classy than most JRPG stuff. Or I, Japanese that's fair. Game stuff. I mean, I classy can also. I can also classy is a great way to put paste, it. I can also. I can, fair. I can also copy and paste this image of her in a boss fight from behind in a one-piece bikini with her ass cheeks hanging out. So, I mean... I mean, her hair sure, is her suit, and she can be completely also, naked to a point. Yeah. That's what I mean. But it's it's also... It has I disagree. You're, yes, classier. you can share screenshots of things out of context, but you can also... Like, I can share <laughs> screenshots of anything and then misconstrue a story the way that I want it to go. But you can't deny there's plenty of... Fan- the, the concept of Bayonet is character model is is just a super sexy female like I know they're powerful but it's <sighs> no a woman didn't create this model dude 
it's not a woman head of studio right now doing this. Is all I'm no, saying. that's fair, sure, that's but I don't think that I don't think that to make a powerful female character, I don't think that a woman has to make it. But no, also, but I'm saying be better, there's a but, piece of fan. Yeah. All I said is there's a piece of fan service there too. I guess, it, but it's yeah. I don't I don't think that it's in in the same ballpark like it's as. Not. It's not like the same but ballpark as like it, Cindy not. from Final Fantasy 15, where she's like, I have no reason to have my boobs out. I'm just doing it because, oh, and look, here's the camera. Womp right here. Anyway, knock this. Get out of here so I can fix your car for you. Like, it's not, I just don't, it's not the same thing. These like, shorts make me more she, flexible. She she was actually pretty egregious. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. She like, was Daisy not, Dukes. It's, it's the, fine. It's the same level of... Uh, quote unquote fan service that I would attribute to Jojo where Jojo all of the dudes in that show are if like they are egregiously fan servicey for no reason but they it's they do it in a satire-ish way about the dudes being the focal point and then anytime a girl is on screen Jotaro or any other whatever Jojo is the focus of that thing is like get out of here it's about dudes flexing like it's it's, it's <laughs> I like I, I think that there's Not, there's very clear tears to this sure and you're you're also talking about and a lot Star of Ocean is I, not the same huh? I think this is the whole topic in of, itself yeah you're talking about a lot of nuance that 80% of that player base is not picking out of that game. They see hot of girl what, Bayonetta? Shoot, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I disagree. I disagree. No, I think people Bayonetta's who are playing different. Bayonetta is it, their fan base is exa- absolutely aware of what Bayonetta is supposed Especially to be. Especially at three, yeah. Especially because there are a mad amount I will say this. There are five hundred percent more female players of Bayonetta than there will ever be that touch one of those other random JRPGs that are shitty about it like star ocean hey man chicks can appreciate it too i'm just saying people know what they're getting out of that game sexy <laughs> they're getting a really good it character is. action game yeah it is what it is no nah, sure. it's not the same anyway yeah. uh but yeah that was it that's all i played so <laughs> i have it. uh i have not done anything else all right you want nice. me to go and continue with the sexiness Sure. Sure. <laughs> so, I'm gonna start off with a game that uh, just randomly popped up in my like my feed of GameFly. Um, I'm assuming because Persona. Because when you look at the trailer, and I had these boys watch the trailer, uh, Dusk Diver Two. So it's a sequel of a game I never heard of. Um, has like a lot of like when you press pause, that menu is 1,000 percent stolen for Persona. Yeah, like it reminds me a lot of Persona Strikers. Yeah, it, it just it looks a lot like that, and the combat is more Strikers as far as like it's Muso, but like it's, it's not as many characters on screen, so it's more of a beat 'em up, like a three D beat 'em up. Um, I played about two hours into it, I think maximum, and then I immediately dropped off. Um, so the styling of like the interface is like Persona, but the music is not. Music is generic, like kind of metal, sometimes kind of like Matrixy, kind of just basic action game music. And it's amazing how much that may have propelled me through <laughs> Persona, as far as that music is just fucking bangers all around. Just going to the safe room, the menu, like everything in Persona, like that music. 
the, the Persona game itself is fucking fantastic, but the music pushes you so much for me. And I feel like when I start to play this, I'm like, I kind of like, oh, give me a little Persona vibe, maybe Persona Striker vibes. I want to play a little more of this. I started playing it. I'm like, no. Like, not only does like, is it, do I not get any great feelings from this game as far as combat? I'm sure if I played five, ten hours into it, it would get more complex because you get more teammates, you get different ways of playing, uh, different type of powers. Yeah. But I feel that when I started to play this game, I was expecting more of the Persona 5 Strikers, and I wasn't getting that. And then, not to mention, the biggest part of it is, like, this is a sequel game that doesn't do a lot in, as far as informing you of the game before it. Persona, Final Fantasy, they don't have to, right? It's just, you put a new number in front of it, it's a new game, you don't need to know about the last ones. Yeah. It might help a little bit because you know what a Persona is, and you know there's going to be some labyrinth thing to kind of go through mementos or some shit like that. Um, but... Other than that, you can just play a new Persona game and you don't need any context. This one, so much fucking context is needed. Like, I probably need to watch a YouTube video that's probably a couple hours long about what happened in Dust Divers 1 and then know and these then characters. you really have to try to find somebody who did, like, a whole expose on Dust Divers 1, which <sighs> I, mean, I think is probably even harder. I mean, YouTube, it's out there or whatever, <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't to care to. English for sure. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I, I'm, like, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, this is just something that happened. I saw a trailer on it on Gamefly. I'm like, okay, let's just put it in my top because I don't have anything coming in right now. Um, I'm like, let's just see what happens. And yeah, that's that's my dabble. And I'm like, I played it so you guys don't have to. Don't, don't bother. Even though if your persona, like, itch is getting at you like it is me, like, just don't bother. It's not worth it for you. Um, that's being sent back as soon as possible. And then after that two hours, I was like, I need something to cleanse my palate. This is the only other game I played this Past week, and like, I just Final need Fantasy Nine. You are correct, sir. Yay! I was just guessing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I need something good in my life right now. Like, I could do Kawabunga Collection. Like, it is now. Like, eh, I didn't, I didn't give Christian an update last time on my Final Fantasy Nine. So I'll, I'll jump in here real quick for like a half an hour, hour, whenever I get this next save point, just to kind of like, just to feel good about myself because I won't have another game to play. So until get this three. Yeah. So I. Uh, I didn't play a whole heck of a lot after the last time, but um, last time we left the Summoner Island or whatever, uh, we're going off to, I think it was like the Elf The Life Tree. Life yeah. Tree, yeah. Uh, so we go there, but on our way there, um, I think we discovered a new character added to my roster, which is the uh, red-headed dread dude. Amaranth. Who's yep. fucking cool as shit looking. Especially when they go into like the concept art version of him, like he kind of looks a little funny. Like when you first see him, like like, like the fuck's going on here? And then they show the concept art, like, yo, he's got red dreads, and he's covering his eyes just slightly. Like, yeah. oh, you're cool as hell, man. And he joins my party, and that's pretty much where I got to. I went to the next save point after that, just because it was so late after playing yeah. that uh, horrible game. That I just, I just wanted something to cleanse my palate. I got that. I got my character. So this is my question for you too, because you both played it. Is that my last unlockable? Amaranth is your last character. Okay. Just want to make sure. Just want to yep. see, like, if you were to make, oh, there's one more surprise. Like, okay, I'll wait. But yeah, so, I was, I was well, curious. The only, the only quote-unquote surprise is that characters will sort of come and go going forward. So kind of like that one lady, that, like, uh, gladiator lady. Like, she showed up at one time. I could play with her as my party, but she jumped uh, off, and she's not no, actually I, official party member. No, so official party members will start... Um, for story reasons that you'll find out. Yeah, they come in so, and out. They, they've been doing yeah, like that. They'll go, yes, right. So yeah. they keep doing that, but that's about it. Otherwise... Okay, so no new like surprise, like, oh, this nope. person will just join your party for a hot second and nah. leave. Not... No, okay. So, yeah, that's all. Well, in games I played, I didn't play a lot of anything else. Uh, I didn't have time to because we got... I had, like, two mad, like, 
new season drops this past week. Don't get me wrong. Watched the uh, new episode of Reservation Dogs last night. Really fucking good. I don't want to say, say what I, but I don't want to keep on doting on those shows I've been watching um, as far as like continuously every week. So I'll just start. I'll say what ga- new shows I'm watching when they come out, and then I'll talk to them once they finish. Uh, but we got Atlanta dropped two episodes for their uh, release of the final season. Um, both episodes are fantastic. It's what you expect from Atlanta. Very well written, very well directed. Um, if you have any interest in Lana, get on it. It's fucking worth it. I don't, I can't preach enough about this fucking show. Go watch it. It's fucking phenomenal. FX is doing God's work as far as TV shows are concerned for me. Um, and then the other one is Andor. We finally got the release of Star Wars Andor. And they dropped three episodes. So it's like a 30-something minute, a 40-something minute, a 30-something minute episode. Just to kind of set the tone. Which is, like, I think, the same way they did with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Which was, hey, we need to get this like this this message across first. And to do that, we kind of need our own like movie-length thing. But if you wanted to, there's like chapters you can kind of drop off on. So they we just got need to one, do it two, as a three. movie. I think it's dumb that they, they should. Everybody, everybody does so, two episodes now. Just give me an hour long and call it a so day. Like it's I so think dumb. they should do that, but they also should do the, like the whole uh, Zack Schneider kind of pull of chapter one, two, and three, to where if you needed to and you just want to sit there and watch a show, you could go ahead and do that. But yeah, I mean, the Clone Wars animated series did that too, right? right? So they, they dropped an entire movie first and then they went along with the show to kind of like, they set the tone with the movie, they put it in theaters, yeah. and then you got to watch the show week by week. Uh, Andor's fantastic. It's the starting of the rebellion. If you haven't watched the trailer, uh, it does it very well. It doesn't pull back too many punches, surprisingly enough, because Andor, if you remember from Rogue One, he was this like, uh, I guess a rebel spy, if you will. And he didn't hold back. He would assassinate someone in a heartbeat if he knew that he would get the job done. So he's, he's not fucking for the around. First Thirty minutes. Yeah. Um, so as far as like this show goes, like if he needs to merge someone, he will do it. I mean, it, it, to be fair, this is like the start of his like uh, career uh, going into the rebellion and the start of the rebellion altogether. Um, but the background they're working with that uh, was the name Peter Sarsgaard. I think his name is. He is fucking fantastic in this show. Is it Peter, Peter the dad or is it Stellan? Or Stor- is it Stormare or I, I fucking Stellan's can't remember the names. Stellan Skarsgård. Stellan, okay, Stellan Skarsgård. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I'm bad. There's so many Skarsgårds out there. Uh, there is. But, uh, four of them. Five of them. Yeah, they're like Baldwin's. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, he's doing a fantastic job. Like, he doesn't seem to be Glenn calling Close it in. I think it was Glenn Close in it too, wasn't it? Glenn Close is the mom. No, I don't think that's Glenn Close, but someone who looks fairly similar, I think. No, I'm pretty sure that was Glenn Close. Well, do me a favor while I talk about it a little bit more. IMDb that shit for me. Um, but uh, I was, I'm was i watching it. It's fucking fantastic. There's a new robot. Um, he is like, I feel the cross between R2-D2 and BB-8. Uh, so he's like this, like a, he's not a trash can size, but it's like a cylinder, but it has like uh, tr- like tank treads on the sides. Oh, sure. But he's only like, like what, like maybe a foot and a half tall. So very small. Uh, but he has like a stutter. Uh, it's, it's very charming little droid, and uh, it's it's a good addition to the whole Star Wars universe. And the fun the fun part was I saw like in the uh, little when Star Wars does their own like intro, like Marvel does their intro. Yeah, they do the flashes of light between like helmets and shit like that. And he's now in it at the very end. Nice. Um, but yeah, it, it's it looks good. It does well. I don't think the CG is cheap. Um, it's great seeing that era and seeing how they are mixing and matching ship parts for certain ships just because like of the area and like, okay, there's not like a full fledged Y wing, 
but this thing I have has like the cockpit of one thing, and then all of a sudden it has like the back end of a Y wing, which are these two like longer tubes. Yeah. Um, and just going through the world, making it feel lived in, like a lot of actual live action puppetry and like prosthetics, like not overly CG. Yeah. It just they're doing the good work, and that's what we want from like that era of Star Wars. Like go back to that era, give us more. Um, Alex, is it uh? Cruella Deville playing his mom. I'm trying to find it. Oddly enough, oh no, it's not. You're right. You're right. It's not. Yeah, it's someone else. It's but Fiona I, yeah. Shaw, who, okay. yeah, she was in. She was in, like the Harry Potter movies and stuff like that. Sure. That's why I was like, I know she looks familiar, yeah. but yeah, she's fantastic. I think yeah, most of the cast is fantastic. It's great seeing like a small government. Like it's not like Imperials coming down upon what's happening in this like first three episodes. It's the local government kind of taking the resources they've been given and acting like Imperials. Um, and obviously later on, most likely these people will be probably recruited into the Imperial like army, uh, being commanders or just like foot soldiers or maybe just like local militia, if you will, and how the town deals with it. Um, there's a one point like I call not call to arms, but like as soon as they see these motherfuckers drop down, they're like banging on shit. And I thought at first it was kind of lame, but then all of a sudden, like as it goes through the episode, just a little bit more uh, like a minute or two, like the banging starts matching the beat and it becomes super emotional and the music rolls with it. And it's kind of like this creepy little feeling. And it's, it's a very good show. If you like Star Wars, especially if you like Rogue One Star Wars. Especially like if you were let down by Obi-Wan and Book of Boba Fett, three episodes in, it's already better than both of those shows. Yes, I will I will mm-hmm. mostly agree with that, yeah. But yeah, other than that, I, I honestly I don't have much else for you guys. Uh, which is not bad because we're already over in it, but yeah, it's well, most of it feels most most of that was my, my airplane No, it's fine. week of Texas travel. Um yeah, I watched Andor as well. I I thought Andor was great. It was slow. It's good. It, so it was it, very. That's slow, why they that, that's why they gave us the three episodes because they knew if they're yeah. gonna do three episodes within three weeks, that was gonna be too slow. Yeah, it was very slow. But I think they used their even though it was slow, they used their time well. And because what it ends at it, is a good yeah. When it hit a time moments, it was very high. So I'm excited about that show. I think it was. Oh, oh. I think it was really good. Diego Luna real quick um, could talk a little. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I totally forgot about this. I meant to mention it. I think the pistol that Cassian Andor has that you see him have is kind of like a, a little thicker pistol, right? I'm pretty sure that's the pistol you get in the original Dark Forces game. Because it has like the leather like bumps going on the top of it. And it has that like longer cylindrical look to it, like Ray's like uh, speeder. And I'm pretty sure I'll have to look at that later. But that I'm is pretty a sure it's a pistol. Cut. Dude, I looked at him like, cut. that's a fucking because the whole thing is like when I played Dark Forces as a kid, you and three other people. That's what I had for the most part of the game because I wasn't very good at the game. So I always dealt with that fucking pistol that had infinite ammo. And that I'm like, that's that fucking pistol from Dark Forces. I'm like, fuck, yeah, let's fucking go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue. Yeah. No, I, the show is good. Um, I've, I've liked what it's done so far. I was going to say Diego Luna could talk a little louder sometimes because he is at times. He has that soft voice. Yeah, I know. Somebody should Accent turn up his volume. Yeah. Um, yeah, I liked it. Uh, games I played. I played three games this week. Oh, shit. So nah. for mm-hmm. you are going to what? answer <laughs> for you your crimes. Actually tell us what you did. I want to know. I downloaded it. 
For what? Well, I thought one day I might play it because it's one I've never played before. Oh, I don't even know what you're you, talking about. But why? Nobody needs to know what we're talking about. We do. It's Final. He's playing. Now he, they do. He is. He downloaded Final Fantasy 13 for reasons that I, I have yet to understand. I downloaded Final Fantasy 13. It's on my homepage at the very bottom of the list. Uh-huh. Okay. I have yet to play it. And uh, I thought, hey, it's on here. It's free. I've looked for it before in the past, but it wasn't on any available console that I owned. I wasn't going to pay for it. Or it's the, money, one yeah. of the only Final Fantasies I've never played. I, I bought it on release. I did. I shouldn't say I didn't play it. I actually owned it on 360, and I got through like half of the first disc and didn't go beyond that. So I was like, well, maybe I can go back and actually like try and complete a story. But that's it. I've yet to play it. I've yet to open it. It's a very pretty game. I just I also I slightly guess, racist. I just have a hard understanding of like there's so many good games. Yeah, and I played many good games. I have so like the one right after that. Where will you, where, <laughs> where will you ever like what when will you ever be in a situation in which you go, I'm gonna go play this game that I know is bad? Uh I look I don't know what to tell you, <laughs> dude. I look, I, I may not it may <laughs> I may go to open it one day. I may go to open it one day and Xbox is going to be like, hey, man, it's no longer in GameCast. You're, you're going to have to buy it. And I'm going to be like, no, nope, delete. Nah, but good. right now it was free. And I like I said, I haven't played it. I knew. So Christian texts me. You have. And I forget what you said specifically, but I knew like immediately what game you were referring to. <laughs> oh, I said, I said, I was like, hey, I have two new games to talk about. Actually, I actually have three new games to talk about. And you were like, you have to answer for one. I was like, I know what you're talking about. I didn't play it. I can even open the game, show you my save state that I have zero auto save. You have to do all that. I believe you. I believe when you say you haven't played it. My thing is, I saw I I was browsing Game Pass and I saw it on there, and I was like, oh, I have a bunch of games on there that I haven't played that I might get to one day. I've yeah, but like I scroll by colors on there that I haven't played yet that's sitting on there. Yeah, but you have you have reason to believe that that game could be good based off impressions that you got. (laughs) But like, yeah, I scroll by after awards. I, I scroll by FIFA every day. But I, you don't see me downloading <laughs> to see if I can get my gold messy card from a, you a shark want, pack. You want a clean answer here, and I don't <laughs> Wait, have one for you. I gave you the answer that I have. So uh, I yeah, you sure you. did. I, I just I don't know what to tell you. I, I just I, I, I just I, I will never understand. It's the one this. you haven't beat. Completionist. There's plenty that he hasn't beaten. As far as new ones. As far as well, but thirteen's not new. Actually, I can see, I can see like seven the through one, the rest, the newer Final Fantasy no, games. Actually, outside like two D to three D. Sorry, I played two D to three D. I think the only ones I've actually not played or beat. I haven't beat two or three, and I haven't beat eight, and then thirteen. I think that's it. Like the others, so, I've actually great. Played. A great example. A great example here is the eight is on Game Pass. <laughs> but, but see, that's the thing. I own eight on. I own eight on PlayStation. I haven't played it either. It's just because I have it. Like I'll get to it one day. I have it. I just I haven't played it yet. Maybe you should right? play eight so. before thirteen. Maybe you should and play maybe, and maybe anything I will. before thirteen. <laughs> okay. Before you so waste anyway. the hard drive space. Let's talk about the three games I did play. Sure. Um, We'll go in order. The first one I played, uh, it was only a demo, but I'm going to end up buying it. But the demo took me, gave me quite a few hours of playtime, actually. Uh, but it was Card Shark. So oh, nice. Switch yeah. offered Okay. Free, cool. Free. Yep. Someone else is finally on the, uh, on the train. You have yourself. 
Yeah, Car Shark was is dope, man. Like it's. I it fucking is, told. I know. It's also not easy. Like no, it's hard. The one, yeah, the one. I did not make so, up anything that I said about this game. That game is really good, I, and it's fucking difficult. I don't remember you expressing how difficult it is. So, like, my problem. So, as Christian said before, I'm not gonna dive too far into it. You're a swindler that's learning card tricks, and you're pulling off card tricks to get money. But, like, legit card tricks. Like, legit card tricks. ones that are based in real life, yes. Like, ones that are historically based, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure you start off doing the three card Monty. Yeah, so, like, the one, there's a few that are, like, the, the deck, the ones where you're shuffling, easy peasy. No problem, can do those. Um, the three card Monty, no problem, can do that, and so on. But there's ones where you're, like, looking over the shoulder, you're pouring wine, and then you have to do something to either identify identify their highest card. You have to, like, wipe the table, like, clockwise, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or you have to, like, hold the cup in a certain Up way. Up and down, something. yeah, or, like, mm-hmm. Doing that part is easy. The hard part is the fact that you have to pour wine and not overfill the cup, otherwise you're going to tip them off to what you're doing. Yeah. And quickly glance at, like, all six of their cards... Mm-hmm. Figure out which suit it is and what's the yep. highest number. You have like a second. That shit's it's hard. hard. It's hard. It's fun though, and it's good. <laughs> so here's the thing. I don't know if they do this in the demo, and I I specifically didn't bring it up because I I didn't want to spoil it in case you guys played it. Do did you die in the demo? I did. They do have that. The demo is a full. The demo is a full gameplay okay. up so to then, a certain area. And then they say, you, hey, if you want to go further, you gotta play it. Did you get to see the way that they make it to come back? I mean, yeah, let's spoil it. You, 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 you get to play, literally cheat. You gamble death. the devil. Yeah, you cheat. You cheat the devil, or you cheat death. You get, yeah, you, yeah. Get, you get to cheat death. It's so in a game. It's <laughs> yeah. so incredible in a game that is like one. It's very difficult, and you're trying so hard to like do all these different things. And some of them, yeah. are f- like up until you like. I, there was one that I had to practice for like 20 minutes basically, so that I could oh, actually. Dude, I've get been on down. a couple that like took me quite a while. Yeah. That yeah, but I kept failing. The entire time you're sitting there, you're feeling, and you're like, fuck, this is tough, like, it's hard, blah, blah, blah. But then the game goes, don't worry, when you die, there's actually no punishment. Well, so right? what's like, interesting, too, is in the story, I've, when you first start the game, you can fail these things, and you hop back in your cart with your mentor here, and they're like, oh, don't worry about it, we'll try and get them next time, whatever, we'll come back. Or yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's a certain point where you do something and the guy's like, you mother, you're cheating and pulls out a gun and shoots you. And you're like, well, looks like I'm gonna have to reload. <laughs> and then uh-huh. all of a sudden you drop to an underworld and death is there. And you're like, oh, this is part. That's dope. Like, it's and not then, just to then, reload so, your save. It's part of the yeah, story. And then, but then you, so you cheat death and then the game just goes like, boop, and tosses you right back in. So there's uh-huh. no, you lose nothing, right? Like there's no money. Yeah. You lose money, but like yeah. money is so easy to come back to. Yeah. That it doesn't really matter, and so I I just thought it was a really clever way to make it so that a player is already feeling they're feeling at their lowest when they fail and get killed, right? Like, and so it's a really clever way, in my opinion, to then be like, but now you're actually seeing something cool, and then you get to cheat death and go back to life. So now you're starting back being like, all right, I'm back in this. Like, I just cheated death. Yeah. Like, I'll go get that motherfucker this time. Like, it's, it's a really satisfying feedback loop. 
it is a satisfying feedback loop, and it's very creatively constructed with the art style they do and yep. color palette, which is like very opposite from the rest of the world and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's fun. So I'm on that game. I'm definitely going to pick it up. But I played a good like two or three hours into it before they're like, hey, you got to stop. It's like, okay. Nice. Um, so very fun was that one. That was the first one I played. The second one I played, new release uh, on Switch as well, Return to Monkey Island. Okay. Oh, okay. So, for those of you that aren't familiar or don't remember, uh, Monkey Island was a point-and-click adventure on, like, old-school, like, Macintosh. I think it came out for something before that, like, Atari or something. But, like, I remember playing I it on that yeah. game. And, and what was a day, night, day of the Tentacle? Night of the Tentacle? Like, that was... Day of the... That... I think it was Day. Yeah. I think day it was of Day of the, of the Tentacle. Like, yeah. That was one of those point-and-click style adventures, but they're all from LucasArts... Um, and that studio. So I picked up this game. This game, there's six total Monkey Island games from what I read, but only the first two had the original writer and, like, developer, like, world developer on it. And then they left LucasArts, and in the Disney acquisition, when Disney bought Lucas, they got rights to this game, and they renegotiated with the original writer and that developer and brought them back. So this this Return to Monkey Island picks up the moment the second game left off. So after like three decades, because literally that game came out like 92 right. or something. Three decades, they have a, a new sequel to finish up the story. And it looks great. Like it it took me a minute, like literally about five minutes. Um, I was playing it. I'm like, okay, point and click is interesting on the Switch. The art style is goofy, but it immediately took you back to that like... I'm in elementary school. I'm old, guys. Like, I had Macintoshes in my school, like the great ones of floppy disks. I know some people listening to this have no idea, but... Dude, kids now, what, they get fucking they, laptops. They get Chromebooks. I know. So, so I know they don't, they don't get it, but, like, this immediately took me to a nostalgic time, and after about five minutes of playing, I was like, I am in. And you forget that it's a point-and-click adventure, and it just... The storytelling is great, and it's so clever, and so funny. It's kind of written Stimpy-esque in this goofy way uh-huh. of, like, if... Yeah, it can be. Well, you know, like, yeah, and for those that are wondering, like, what do I mean by that? You see your characters, and maybe one character holds up something to the other character, like a hot dog. And all of a sudden, the artwork zooms in on that hot dog, and the, when you zoom in, it's, like, kind of gross, and, like, there's flies around it, or, like, Very hair detailed, and yeah. Very detailed, but in, like, a kind of quirky but disgusting way. There's a lot of that in it, um, but I right now, I haven't beat it. I'm only a few hours into it. Right now, it's a blast. I have a feeling I would, when I'm done with this, I would say it's a recommend for anybody that wants that nostalgia feeling, because it's really fun. Yeah, I heard that it's um, good. Not, not surprising, yeah. published by Devolver. Oh, yeah. so that's the other thing, that's the other <laughs> thing I was going to say. Um, Cult of the Lamb, Hades, which I went back and, you know, I beat Hades a year or two ago, but, like, went back and played over vacation and then dove into Card Shark and this, and it's just, like, Devolver, 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 who is just, like, knocking it shit out of the park it, It's right unbelievable. Now, it, it really <laughs> is. They have such an eye yeah. for quality for their publishing. Mm-hmm. It, it, you're not wrong, man. Like, both of those, this game and bringing a point and click to a modern time and um, Card Shark, like, these games are in Cult of Lamp. They're so polished. Yeah. Yep. Like they're so well done. Um, so yes, Devolver as well. The Makes third game I played, 
which was literally 25 minutes. I wasn't even going to talk about it, but I was like, you know what? I played it before I came on here, so why not? Um, and I did not bring my Switch with me, so now I'm actually going to forget the name. Let me look at it real quick. Kirby's Dream Buffet. No, dude, Kirby's not <laughs> my jam. I know you want us to, but it's not my jam. $15. Okay. Uh, so it's also on Switch. It's called uh, Ruined King. And it's actually a League of Legends. Sounds familiar. Ooh, okay. Interesting. So, I know you say ooh, but I it's I didn't not... mean to. I'm sorry, it just came out. No, 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 no. I, I, <laughs> I agree, right? Because I'm not into that style of game. This is not a League of Legends game. It's, it's a not a MOBA. story. It's not a right, MOBA. Right. Okay. Yeah, they do their... It's like the, everything that they do, whether it's Arcane, whether it's Runeterra, whether it's League, it's all based in the League, League universe. No, the Runeterra. Yes. Universe, yeah, please. now it's the Terra universe. Yeah. Because yes. So yeah, Ruined King has the music and the art style of the show Arcane. Yeah. And the game itself is a classic Final Fantasy-esque RPG where you have a you will eventually meet characters as you build up, you know, your as you're doing your role sure. playing and you build up. But it is uh, you're on the left side, enemies on the right side, three people are stacked, and it's a turn-based RPG. Sure. Um, and that's my jam. I like RPGs, and turn-based yeah. is cool, too. It gives you the time. So sure, sure. because of the art style and because of the music, um, which kind of sold me on it, I liked Arcane a lot. I don't give a shit about the MOBA version of League of Legends, but the 25 minutes that I played of this, it's really fun. We'll see nice. how it goes. Story yeah, gets curious. sucked. But yeah. it, was a, it was a cheap little pickup. It was on sale, and... Uh, I love the music and the art, so and it's right up my alley. So fair enough. Yeah, those are the three games I played. I tell you, Christian, you made a comment about we were talking about the games and like where's this one located? Where should I download? You know the trial and whatnot. And I think I told you guys in the chat. I think I'm going on a month or so now of not turning on my PlayStation, my Switch. When I'm laying in bed, my Switch has got done double duty. It's done great. Like Cult of the Lamb. Hades, Card yeah. Shark, yeah. Uh, you know, all these, like, bang, 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 so... Stay strong, brother. Fuck Jim Ryan. Yeah, that's good. And then uh, the Xbox, too, like, between Destiny, a few other things. I'm trying to think of what else. Game Pass games. Yeah, the Game Pass, like, and just other games that aren't Game Pass necessarily that, like, we've played on there and, like, Destiny mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, those other consoles are doing the heavy lifting, and it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. And I haven't once said, I'm going to platinum this. There's been a couple of completed. I completed Cult of the Lamb, but I did not worry about the platinum. And you did not. I'm very proud look, of you. Look at you just out here enjoying video games for video games' sake. Yeah. Who who could have seen this now, day coming? <laughs> now, now, let me say, though, I did say at the beginning of the year I was going to try new new genres, which I've actually done a good job at with Bloodborne and the Souls and stuff. I've gotten out yeah. of my... So thing. you don't do um, you don't do Monkey Island else, kind of stuff very often, do you? Like click adventures? No, I've I haven't done one of there those. No, no point and click one. is, is yeah. huge. Yeah, that's a big one. So, so I've done that, and then the other I did say I was going to complete ten games, but I didn't say platinum. So I am well on my way to still completing ten without having to worry about that. So there we go. All right, so um, yeah. completing or finishing is there a div- divider there, or is it just yeah? Com- completing is a one hundred percent, and okay, finishing is feeding the story. So all yes. achievements, all yeah. whatever yeah. the things you need to do, yeah. Yeah, all collectibles. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. That's it. Yeah, all right. So there we go. All right, and that's my week. Um, so let's see if hey. we can knock out this topic in half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I don't have a game set up and ready. It's fine. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, well, so I don't know. We'll see. It's it's kind of 
th- this will be interesting. It's pretty straightforward, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So the topic that we're going to talk about is this week is sort of. It's going to be based around the recent leaks that happened at Rockstar with GTA 6. But what I wanted to kind of talk about, which is a thing that I don't think a lot of people get an angle on, uh, is why... Or I guess, you know, we can even pose this as a question, too, and sort of debate this part. But, like, I think that leaks are bad and in general are damaging to the industry and I think that the GTA 6 leaks are the most recent example as to why. Sure. So, so for those who don't know the Yeah, let's go ahead and give some backstory yeah. on what exactly happened. So it was a, it was a hacker one of the biggest leaks I can think of in a long I, th- I think this time. is it happened, no, it happened to it happened to them and it happened also to Blizzard with Diablo 4. Oh, that yeah. same time. But this yeah. one I would yeah. still say is bigger only because of the amount that was leaked. But I agree. As far as high profile things, yeah, these are the two like those would be yeah. the two the the two biggest ones. Um, Uber. Yeah. Yeah, so I so right now the person who seems the most credible that is claiming um and this is at the time of recording, right? So this you know information could come out, this could change because as of right now the FBI is actually involved. Yeah. Um Good. but and, and, and funny enough, uh People who on this podcast know the industry that I work in. That was a huge point of this the conference that I was in because the FBI was there and like bigger mm-hmm. for like it was constant. Either way, so um, uh, the hacker who ended up uh, compromising uh, Uber, um, the app Uber. It, is the current front runner for taking uh, credit. There's been some other people who have taken credit. It's randomly here or there, but currently he's the front runner or they're the front runner, I should say, uh, for taking credit for this Rockstar leak um, of GTA 6, in which uh, basically um, it's like 90 footage and like, like basically 90 pieces of footage, whether it's clips, longer form videos, um, were leaked as well as a shit ton of uh, screenshots and then uh, 20,000 lines of source code. Um, and to give, for those that aren't familiar with just like development and games, this is, think of this like what was leaked and viewed, what people saw would almost be like, uh, you know, whatever. Somebody goes to a Marvel announcement and they take their phone and they record the movie, but like the CG's not in yet. So you see, like your your cities look like uh, silver blocks and Spider Man is swinging, but like it's a hand like, everything's Spider-Man still on and rigs not, and and wires yeah, like basically. It's, like it's, yeah, you can see everything. Like it's very early production. Nothing fancy yeah. has been added in yet. And so that got leaked and basically shortly after that the guy was like I'm leaking this now I have tons more and I have the full source code I'm thinking about leaking it um, but I'm gonna let Rockstar sort of reach out to me first to try to make a deal essentially to stop me can we me first say how it. disgusting that is you're a scumbag this person's a huge scumbag and you and but for other for, for reasons way like like for multiple reasons, not just that one. But yes, I agree. Like, you're immediately... You steal some... I think that uh, there's a little bit of bias on my part because I have to deal with these kind of people all the time. But, like, in my opinion, cyber criminals are the... Most of the time, outside of very rare circumstances, 
are garbage humans. Like, you are stealing and doing things and then trying to extort it back just because, ostensibly, you are a lazy piece of shit. And you, you can't think of anything else better to do with your fucking time. Kind of like cyber terrorism kind of deal. Which is crazy, too, because if, if you are that good at hacking, you could have a job in the industry doing whatever you wanted. Yep. Oh, yeah. Right? It, writing code, programming, working in cybersecurity. Stopping people like yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, not like, it's not like when... But it's easier to I, hurt other people's way of life for you, apparently. Yeah. I just... I don't yeah. even know how to compare it, because it's one of those things where it's like, oh, you're really great at... English, but you're having trouble finding a job in in an, in a field that caters to your English degree, right? Like this is different. If you're yeah. that good at that, like you are, your professional NFL player quality, you can yep. write yourself a job wherever you want to go, but you yep. choose not to. But you choose to steal from people instead. And and yeah. and again, I think people sometimes get like misconstrued because they're like, you know, like whatever, it's a billion dollar corporation. But the problem is, is that. When when people when things get stolen from these corporations, it's real regular working class people that end up getting affected, and that's part of the yeah. story um, that I want to talk about because no one talks about this. Because at first, people's initial reaction is, "I'm going to absorb all of this footage," and this is I'm not not people on this podcast, but like but general consumers, they see this footage, and because they don't under have an understanding of what alpha means, especially because the industry has shot itself in the foot by muddying what that word means. We're like two months before release. They'll be like, Oh, here's our closed alpha testing. Alpha, yeah. It's and like, no, you're, you're like a month away from gold master. Yes. Like you're don't, not, that's not, you're doing yeah. a network test and that's not yeah. what alpha means. No. Um, Alpha is exactly what you like. What Alex was describing with the with the Marvel movie, right? Like being on rigs and and wires and seeing and nothing being added and things. Great block being buildings, yeah. Yes, dude. Like that's that is what a true alpha. So, but because people don't understand that word, they they see all this footage for GTA Six, which is a game that could be three four years off now, like yeah. a, a, before this leak, right? And now like, it's going to be even longer. Most people say what 2019 is what they think a lot of this yeah. footage. 2019 is up to yes. like the latest 2020. Is what that's yeah. some employees have came out before their stuff was deleted. It it looked like it was early 2019, 2020. Um, which, by the way, just so we're all clear, I just want to be looked very great. looked great for three years. That ago. game for for <laughs> for that time period, yeah. how yeah. early it and how early it still is. That game looks fucking incredible, like quality wise. Clothing on the skin. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even GTA like Grand Theft Auto, yeah. but from a but from a tech perspective, that game is is incredible. But um, so it uh, after the leak. Um, you had all these people sort of absorbing all of the footage and then they immediately went to this looks like shit uh the i rockstar you need to change this they would they started tagging the not only rockstar but like regular devs and stuff being like fix this the main character looks like shit she should be hotter she's too ugly oh or there's these this game, I'm sure, will probably have more of a character customization than other games in the past. I would be surprised These, if they... It was, if they, you know, it, main you're gonna be, It's going to be a stand-in for you. I'd be surprised if there's a new, like, you have two protagonists and that. I think it's supposed to be... From what I understand from the leak from the source code, it is actually two protagonists, and it's... Is it? Okay. They're supposed okay. to be going off a of Bonnie and Clyde kind of deal. Ah, uh, um, gotcha. So it's, they're two, and... Sure. Hey, look, I, if, for, if you... Can, 
Can I say if you're gonna have you... if you're gonna have a series about crime, Bonnie and Clyde is not the worst thing to draw inspiration from. <laughs> right. Can I say too before you get into what you're gonna talk about? I appreciate your take that we're about to get into here, because what a lot of people, what I saw from the press, quote unquote press, right? The the podcasts we listen to, the shows we watch, the the articles and the the video game stuff that we keep an eye on. A lot of people were taking what you just said and said, why are leaks bad? Well, leaks are bad because now people have a misconception of what it's going to be. Yep. And they, they said the words that, like, this this hurts the game coming out. This this might lead to less sales. This hurts the work. This, this doesn't do a service to a finished product, and it's putting a bad taste in everybody's mouth. That was their take. Yep. That is a bad take. Come on, because, buddy. And, and what Come we're on, to buddy. It, and I'm not going to take it away, but it's because of what we're going to get into, and it's what I appreciate on on where you're about to go with this, Christian, because I think people misunderstand. We're like, oh, leaks are bad because it hurts the bottom line of the company. There is a point of that, sure. I'm I'm sure that maybe somebody will see this and never see another Yeah, that, that's probably GTA true, but like, yeah, that's back. not... But, but that's, that's not the not, thing to die on. That's not yeah. reality. That's years from now. But let's right. talk about today what the leak is going to do to the people working on the game tomorrow exactly. at 9 a.m. Right? So, so. So, so first, and it's the same thing that happened at Uber, and people can go fact check this right now because I think those job, these jobs are still up. If, if you are working in the regular IT department at Rockstar, you're fired. Like... 100%. You are immediately fired, and from sea level down, like the the CISO is almost assuredly fired, um, chief like the chief inf- information security officer, and then from him down, it is anybody's guess how far Rockstar will be willing to go. In the case of Uber, they fired everybody, and all that entire team had to get fired. And I, it was like me and a bunch of these people at the conference saw like we all got alerts. Because we matched the description of people that would be wanting to work, like or that would fit those those qualifications. Oh, wow. <laughs> you see, somebody's talking on a stage. You see, everybody just look down at their phone. It's that is actually yes. That up. is la- like literally that is what happened. Is that everybody got a LinkedIn alert, and it was that Uber posted a job that fits your description, <laughs> all the way down, and because they 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 sacked everybody, and. So that's that's point one. There are people who are going to lose their jobs from minute one. Some people yeah. can go back and... I, me, personally, I think the only person who should get fired in a security incident is the, uh, the, the, the C-suite, like the executive officer. Outside of that, I don't think that it's... Uh, I don't think it's fair to fire regular working employees because they were never in a position of power to make the decisions that led to this vulnerability being open. Sure. They also couldn't make any of the decisions that led to the data being leaked. They weren't the ones saying, we're not going to cater to this person, we're not going to pay whatever, like... So... And once it's gone, it's too late. Yeah. Like, that that part, that's... I... That is a point of contention around the industry. Like, people argue that left and right. I personally fall on the side of, if you are in in the chief seat and you're getting paid over $400,000 a year, you deserve to get fired for when shit goes bad. So the only, the only other person that should lose their job there is if you actually had your shit hacked into, if you weren't following the proper protocols. Yes. If, if that's that's what I was going to say is that if you, home, if, yeah, you, if you, if, if you are found to be guilty of like, like negligence, mm-hmm. then yes, I think you just like, 
bro, you should know better. But that's, yep. you know, but I, it, I do not think it should be a sweeping thing where just hundreds of people lose their jobs. Um, but so that's immediately happening uh, right after that. Um, if you and a lot of tech jobs are like this because of I think all three of us work a work from home job now because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. People are working from home just so everybody is on the same page. 9 a.m. after this leak happens, that is a me- that is over. You are never working from home ever again until the foreseeable oh, yeah. future. Until the- you are immediately going back into the office. Yep. Uh, your computers will never leave that building. Um, yep. It is just it's done. You, you will never. That is over. Um, and going now is where the wheel the sort of crushing like soul crushing stuff comes after if you've made it through both of those things which are are, are both suck but if you didn't get fired and See, if you're if you're a contract worker you're probably gone too they'll probably. just rehire refill those contract oh, yeah. with other people and, that, you know weren't on this but team. so if, if 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 you make it through with your job and you still lived in the area so that you could still go into office and not get fired that way here is what's awaiting you. Immediately after that, because of the feedback that the general public is providing on a very early version of the game, and um, an old outdated take, right? And and <laughs> a not and it's yeah, it's not representative of what the game looks like even now regardless or what the final product is going to look at, right? Or look like. Um but that feedback, so anything about the character looking like shit or not hot enough or the assets being fucked up or the driving not looking good or the shooting looking uh, too stiff, uh, anything that people were saying that is just stu- like just dumb words coming out of people's fingers, that is now because, because of the executives, because exactly what Alex was talking about is that the take that then goes around the industry is... I'm worried about the bottom line to the mic to the company because now it seems like we have to go for we have to show due like due diligence and effort that we're trying to fix this problem right like or we're trying to fix whatever the the general consumers concerns are even though they're completely basis and stupid um, these people are now the, the employees that made it through the first hell of those those couple days are going to get crunched into dirt to fix issues that never existed in the first place that are coming from a game or coming from a version of the game that's not even representative of the real product and that is just a normal leak that would have been and that's, and that's even even if this is minus the source code part this is yeah, just if footage came out yeah even if your shooting mechanics and your motion mechanics are different now even if they are completely different from what you saw in the video, you still, the the head of your team, right, whatever director heads the, like, motion yeah. physics of this game, is now going to have to build a presentation to prove to everybody above that has no idea what's going on. And even no, then... we promise all that bad feedback is, isn't the real, like, that's not what's going on, it's different now, like, it's, it's creating unnecessary work and delaying time for actual work that could be done 
because you have to justify stuff that may have already been fixed, and then the stuff that and hasn't more than been likely fixed, you're retroactively going back to do that stuff. Yeah, and, and more than likely you're going to have to go and change some of the stuff that even has been fixed because the person's going to go. The feedback we're getting online is that we need to do this. So if we're not doing this thing, even if you're saying that this thing that you have is different and it's good, we want you to go back and do this other thing because that's what it's saying online and that's what people want. It's and also going to bring attention to stuff that isn't ready yet you know teams have ideas for things and work on things that never make it into a final build and you could be working on something that you think is a really good idea could be in the early stages of that but now there's more eyes and everything they're gonna be like oh what's this and they could say that's stupid it sucks and cut it before it ever comes to fruition just out of fear yeah that's true it should be already gone. They're like, like that's not even part of our game anymore. Like, well, we see this here now. Like, well, it's a representative of our game. Like, no, it's right. not because some asshole fucking found something from 2019 that's not even mm-hmm. part of the game anymore. Yeah. So th- th- all that stuff is true. Right? Now, th- like I said, all of those things are happening to you if everything is the same about this leak across the... Except minus the source code part, right? Like, the source code thing drops a whole other... Now... Because of the source code leak, because this dude decided to leak 20,000 lines of source code, it opens so many holes in that game now by people being able to figure out exactly what kind of code you're using. They're immediately going to be able to go, well, now I know how to crack this game wide open. Yep. And that would be okay. Cheats, whatever you want to do. If it was a single player game, right? Because then at the end of the day, who, who really cares? Like... If somebody wants to... They're going to do that anyway. The problem is, is that with a Grand Theft Auto game, especially with the success of GTA Online or GTA now, 5... Which, yeah. which gives you a real-world economy in that yep. game. If people have the opportunity to break open that via the source code leak, now it's a bigger problem because now you're affecting... One, you're affecting something that has real money attached to it, which is a problem. And... Two, you are now affecting other people's ability to play the game because of hacking and other shit that they already are still trying to deal with in GTA Online that they can't even nail down all the way. Now with this leak, and just so we're all clear, 20,000 lines is massive. Like, that is a... That is not an insignificant amount of code. Like... Some of your favorite apps are less than 20,000 lines. Yeah. Like, just so we're all on the same page. So. I'm sure the Uber app is less than 20,000 lines. Uber could. Now, in the, in the beginning, maybe. Now, I don't think so because of all the different things that they do. But, yes. Like, that is. But that's a great point. Is like. So. Someone is going to have to go through and not only change those 20,000 lines. Because. If there's any vulnerabilities or open things that are in there that somebody is finding online, you ha- those all have to be different. But now you have to go through ostensibly whatever would be the next, I'll just say, especially with how a, a game like Grand Theft Auto is, probably the next eight, nine hundred thousand lines of code. Because you're going to have to go and change it in every place that that comes up. If those and same vulnerabilities long, are present that- every. How long does it delay you? I mean, you've you've been on teams and you've dabbled in this stuff, right, with development. Like, how long does that delay you? Because now not only do you have to change the code for everything, but if you if you change the code and run something, and all of a sudden you get a runtime error, 
Like then you have to go. If find you get any errors, error, yeah. Now right? you have to and go and debug it, it and like, do all the things. Yeah, I I will tell you is I've worked on an app that was one thirtieth the size of whatever the, like whatever GTA Six is about to be, and having to fix regular errors that showed up that we weren't expecting was sometimes months of work depending you're on the talking, severity of the error. You're talking a game that has the potential that's going to be a live service online. It's going to be bigger anything than anything that we've ever seen. All the time. Yes. With literally like a billion different pieces of co- like touching and shaking hands with each other and doing all sorts of stuff. It is... We're talking about years of work. Like it is literally like teams are going... Like it is... It's wild how much... work, And this is all work that's going to get added on top of however many years they had left on top of development. So, Which I would say, there's you, no way we were seeing that game before 25. We might see it in 25. Like, 2025. We, we might see a trailer in 25. You think? I was going to say, we might see one in 2024, because that's two years out, and then a game in 2025. Holiday, I, because but, of all the work they have to... Maybe before this, we would have seen one in 24, yeah. maybe. Well, that's what I'm saying. Before, but yeah. now... Who knows? Now, who knows? I have no idea. Like, it, it, and and if we do see it, if you do, if you see this game somewhere in twenty four or twenty five, you can just be rest assured to know that this team was crunched into dust, like the whole time. Like the Rockstar was literally behind them, whipping and screaming like they were in that scene in the two towers where the orc captain is just like literally giving it to the Urukai or whatever. Like that is literally what's happening in that studio. Take two is going, not, yeah, going to hold yes. back. Like they, they, it is, they are going to destroy these people. And not only that, but so, you know, you, you have, there's other, there's even, there's other parts of this that even go past just, the 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 development team but even like you're even fucking over something as simple like in a team that i you know no love lost here but like the marketing team right like they now have to go figure out like when games get leaked like there's like domain registration issues that can happen now because somebody they could have been waiting to go grab certain domains because they don't want to have like reveal like because so the big part of this leak was that it looks like this game is going to take place in Vice City. Do yep. you know how much marketing stuff was? It. Yeah. Do you know how much marketing stuff was probably going to get sat on about like little things like uh, back to Vice City dot com or like all Vice these City sort of like little things like domains that were going to get bought that they didn't buy because they were they didn't want to go get them and then reveal what was going to happen because people are watching that kind of stuff all the time right so you wait but now you have to rush and try to buy those or if somebody feels like oh i'm gonna go buy these domains well now they're squatting on them and now they're gonna extort the company for however much money to be like uh hey if you want this domain your grand theft auto give me a million dollars well, now the company's not going to pay that. So now you're, these marketing people are going to have to work all over again to try to complete to create a whole new ad campaign based off of what. And again, you know, it's nowhere near what the developers going to go through. But still, it's extra. It's people that have to show up and do extra work on top of what they shouldn't are they're already doing, all because you wanted to be a dickhead. Um, but so. I guess I'll leave it there for right now and sort of let I'll, I'll let you guys show. But like, I I just think that 
because there are people, you know, like you said, there's people who go around the right now. They have um, the uh, around the industry. There's been a take about like, oh, you know, it's going to hurt the bottom line and all this other stuff. But there are some people who still defend leaks. Like they're like, no, it's good. I like like I'm glad it's happening because now I can stop this game from doing bad things or doing things that I wouldn't want them to do by complaining on the internet. And I just think that that is the most brain-dead point of view. Well, and that's why I said, like, I appreciate the human aspect of it because, like, there's an article I just I, I saw here because I was just pulling up and seeing, you know, some of the other things I had saved previously in the week. And, like, one article from uh, Washington Post is, like, Grand Theft Auto 6 leak is Rockstar's nightmare, but YouTuber's dream. And I yep. know this ironic for a podcast to say, <laughs> like, we're talking about this right now, right? They're like, we want people to listen. But it's different because these people on YouTube are diving into the videos. They're profiting off of more than more likely than not the negative aspects they can pick out from this game because that's what get cl- gets clicks anymore like that's just the way media works now is negativity yep. with the company I work for negativity gets clicks if there's anything written well on it then it's an amazing thing but like that so you now have people that are excited about the leak because they can get followers because they're doing a video around the leak and stuff. But everybody, as whether they're defending the leak, whether they're talking about how bad the game looks or defending how good the game looks or whatever, like everybody leaves out the human aspect, which is because of this one person that has hacked other companies, right, and has already done like damage to them. Because of this leak, people will continue and have already lost jobs. People's yep. standard of living will change. And that goes for the work for home aspect. That goes for not having a steady income now. If you're like a, a contract worker who probably doesn't work there now, that also goes for what you said, which is the crunch, right? Like yep. everyone has gone into panic mode. There will now be more eyes on everyone at this company unnecessarily. Oh, you're getting micromanaged and to an insane to level. To death, right, to death, yeah. right? Um, and it's just, there's a human there's a human element to this that is going to have increasingly negative consequences sweeping across that company that nobody ever brings up. All we ever care about is like the people profiting and the people that are losing money, like the, the YouTubers profiting and, and you know, like the, the people that did the hack profiting and then the company themselves losing money. How is this going to affect sales day one? Are people going to be turned off because of how bad this looks? Like who cares? People are going to buy this game because it's a Grand Theft Auto. And as you said, Christian, there's a good chance it's going to be physically, maybe Elder Scrolls will beat it, but like physically, maybe the biggest game world we've seen. I, I, I think this will still be, even be bigger based off the online portion because Elder yeah. Scrolls won't have an online thing. Like this yeah. is going to be bar none. It's going to be the biggest game that's ever been made. Probably. I mean, how, how long has five been going on? Like a decade? An incredible now? amount Three of Three generations? Yeah, almost a decade. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. But yeah. Fuck three console generations and like it makes hand over fist money every day so the company will get their money back tenfold that's not that's not a problem but what is it going to take to get this game to launch and what does that mean and i don't i don't really at the end of the day i don't care if it's a great game i'll check it out but i'm usually not one for grand theft auto so it is what it is but 
when I say what is it going to take to get to lunch, what I mean there is what does this mean for everybody going into work tomorrow morning? What's this mean for everybody going to work this past week and moving forward? Like, what is it going to take for them to be out of put to push out a finished product? And it's not going to be great. And it's it's frustrating too because I think that the biggest thing is like so many people commenting on this, and I mean like the general public or whatever, are like. They just immediately, like, just because you've been playing games for your whole life doesn't mean that you understand dick of how games are made, like, or or development in general. Like, people become armchair developers overnight when, when these kind of leaks happen where they're like, no, you guys, you don't understand. It's, it's, we're warranted to complain about this because, um, you know, graphics are the first thing finished in a game. And you want to be like, Bro, who told you that? Like, where I, I would love to find out where you got this information from because I'll point you to one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Like, graphics, at, just so everyone is on the same page, graphics are the very last thing that gets finished. The very last thing. In the same way that in movies, CG is the last thing that's done. Yeah, it's like, a post-production, right? You, you paint it's it, little, you give it a fresh coat of paint right before you put it on the floor. Yes, like it's not it it doesn't that wouldn't make any sense. Like it's so it's like frustrating to see all these like misconceptions and then they get like blown out of proportion because of this game and then like you say it just all that stuff compounds on the actual workers and like at the actual devs and all the different That's the teams and it's yeah. yeah, dude, like it's just it's frustrating. And so yeah. I'm not worried I, about the game itself as far as financially. Grand Theft Auto is going to say sell gangbusters no matter oh, yeah. what fucking happens. No matter what the critics are saying, no matter what reviews are, that game is just gonna fucking sell like hotcakes. It's it's the developers, it's the people who are getting that crunch, it's the people who have to redo well over twenty thousand lines of source code uh, to fucking fix and make sure that that shit is not hacked and shoved into the ground as far as fucking being broken as hell day one because of these guys are already prepared to fuck uh, the game in the ass as soon as it comes out. <laughs> Yeah, man. And, and you know, I, I want to give, like, a little special, like, fuck you shout out to the influencers that are riding on this. But I, I what I will say, because this is going to go into the sort of update to the story, because I don't know if you guys saw what the control devs, like Horizon devs and Cult of the Lamb devs did in response to this leak. No, I did no. not. Okay, okay, cool. So, uh, so I'm gonna. I had an article so, saved as like everything that's happened in the leak up to this point, but I hadn't yeah. seen. So yeah. cool. So this this will be cool. So I the thing that killed is like for the people who are jumping on this trend to shit on this game and like use it to to rile these people up just to get clicks. Um, you you're just as bad as the leaker in my opinion. Oh yeah, like. You, you are a scumbag. Cashing like, in, yeah. Yes, because you are actively making people's jobs harder, especially in an industry like today where influencers are king as far as yep. company opinion is concerned. Who gets paid, yeah. Like We've, we've actually is, talked about this, just to peek behind the curtain. This has been a, a sitting topic for a long time, which is just the conversation on influencers and why and how they have so much undeserved power and influence <laughs> Yep. Over video game decisions, a thousand percent. Sure. Um, but sort of in response to that, um, some things have happened recently that I was very proud of, and I think that it's where 
our coverage of this hopefully falls in an albeit a very way less and cool way because it we're just it's just a podcast but um so the de- the developers for Control, uh, Horizon, and um, Cult of the Lamb uh, all said, basically put out a quote, like a you know of some of the dumb shit that they saw going on the line. Like, for instance, graphics are the first part of a game that's finished, um, and then decided to share versions of their award-winning games side-by-side side with the finished version to the early version. Oh, really? And, yes. <laughs> and so uh, I'll, I'm going to post the link for you guys so you can see it so that we can sort of describe what's going on. So that was going well, to be on. Gorilla Games, for, and then uh, Massive Monster is the Cult of the Lamb. Who did, who did control? Yeah, I, I know their name. It's the Max Payne Studio. Remedy. There we go. Remedy. Yeah, it's Remedy. Um, so let me, let me send this link to you guys so that you can click on it here. Um, and then I'll, I'll sort of start to describe what, what's going on. So, um, uh, so the first thing that gets shared is from, uh, gorilla who is sharing a early clip (laughs) of, uh, Aloy fighting a Thunderjaw, which for those who don't know, Thunderjaw is like a giant mechanical T-Rex that has the most insane minute detail all over it and all these breakable parts and all these things. And it looks like. A mega blocks like discount <laughs> Lego, totally like Lego. Does, yeah. version <laughs> of this thing, and all of the and it's it looks so bad that the textures and you miss the fact that all of the textures behind the game are completely unfinished, like they are just flat box textures everywhere. But because the Thunderjaw is so like just rig based, like just wires and spokes basically, you you just it you, those they you almost look past it. Um, the next thing is from Control, uh, and it is a, a little video. <laughs> yeah, and so it's white. Blo- just so- all the desks are just white blocks in the room. Exactly, uh, and so they they are keen to point out in the post um, that hey, just so everybody's aware, this is a game that won multiple awards just for its graphics <laughs> yeah. alone, and this is what it looks like: is a bunch of solid Lego blocks basically everywhere. Um, the Cult of the Lamb one, in my opinion, is the most oh, telling. Oh, that's amazing. That, yeah. It's yeah. very cute. <laughs> the art is so, um, like, cutesy and has, it's very distinctive art style. And the version on the left where it shows the early stuff, it looks like a knockoff mobile game that was yeah. made in, like, three months probably. Like, it, it looks it does, like and, it and was the crazy thing. stolen assets. Like, it's crazy. In the back, like, you see this hammer, it says Builder, and who knows what that's for. But then you have this other thing, it has a sword on it, it says Dive. What does that even mean? Like, what, what are you even trying to tell me here in this It's probably game? a dungeon, yeah. Yeah. And the final the final studio is, um, if you scroll all the way to the bottom, this is a game that we were actually, it's, Preston hasn't played the first one, but we've all been pretty, uh, hype about what this looks or this game looks like. So Plague Tale Requiem, the new Plague Tale game that's coming out on Game Pass that looks phenomenal. Um, they decided to show the first build of the game versus what's about to come out. Oh, and wow. man, if that doesn't yeah. just speak volumes of <laughs> right. like it's just it's just white and brown polygons the difference versus here. the finished is like people in town in a living city. And like an an insane amount of detail, like like a crazy yeah. amount of detail. Just slap that shit on after. Um, 
and so that's sort of, I guess, what I want to, you know, we can end it there and sort of, de- like, can, you know, digest everything. Can I ask you, though, what is, what, oh, okay, so, did you see, I know this video. I was going to skip the Crypt of the R- Nectar Dancer one, because <laughs> I, I couldn't think of a good way to sort of describe it to listeners. Yeah. But for those who don't know, Crypt of the Next Dancer is like a rhythm game, um, uh, like a rhythm, like sort of RP, like a, like a Zelda thing. Like you're going around, it's like 2D top down, but you're sort of doing things to like you're attacking and moving based off of uh, the rhythm There's of the like song. A, a, y- a yoga. There's a yoga mini game it. in it. Um, there's a yoga. It's, it's mini very game cartoony. In it. They're they're all cartoons, like in yeah. animated in the game. Um, but the yoga mini game, uh, when the guy was making the first iteration of this yoga mini game, he <laughs> just him. He just superimposed him himself. <laughs> yeah, like, and like so basic cutout version in, in of a yoga Photoshop. studio. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But like poorly so, cut out because you see the old background around oh yeah. him in front. Yeah. You see the lines. <laughs> yeah, he didn't yeah. right. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> that's very good. It, it, it's it's just crazy, man. So like, I man, it's just it. I, I I'm hoping, like I said, this is less of a because we're all in agreement, and I don't think that we would ever sort of debate it. But like, we don't need to debate this, yeah. I so it's less of it's less of a conversational topic and more of like a sort of like the PSA kind of deep dive topics that we sometimes do, like what we did with like mm-hmm. the Ubisoft and the Blizzard sexual assault yeah, stuff. And make all it that. aware. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of just sort of trying to take this and, and paint it in a different light that sometimes I don't think people might not think about or people, you know, cause I, I, I'm sure as some, like if you were, if you are the type of person that was, that was one of those people like complaining about how the game looked or, you know, whatever, it, it might sound like I'm coming out like, overly harsh to you or use like being like saying that you know you're stupid or whatever and i i you know sometimes there are people who just are young and they just don't know right like they just like i people don't come out the womb knowing what the correct version of alpha is or what those means or what it means to be inside the industry or whatever or i not because i wasn't even in the the game development i was just adjacent as in i had a regular development job but like you know, it's just, I think that it's important to, when leaks like this happen, I think that the way that they should be treated is an unfortunate but cool sort of peeling back of the curtain to see things that you normally would never get to see. And you should leave it there. It should never go, It you should never go past that. You should just be like, Whoa, man, I can't believe I get to see what this game looks like ahead of time. And, oh, you know, if you want to theorycraft, theorycraft all day long. Like, if you want to be like, man, based off this screenshot, it looks like we're going back to Vice City. I think that's totally harmless, right? Like, I think yeah. it's totally fine. Sure. And I think if you, want to, if you want to base a bunch of content around that or just be excited about it and, like, tell your friends, be like, yo, look, it's fucking, I think we're going back to Vice City. Look, it might be this and blah, blah, blah. All that stuff is totally harmless. And I don't think there's a problem. I think when you start becoming negative about anything that you're seeing and then that is that one that's where the problem starts but then you just have to realize that as soon as you're doing that you are starting a giant 
avalanche on people who don't deserve that. And, you know, on the other side of this, for the leaker and for the people who do leak things like this, stop being, stop being scumbags. Like, I don't know another way to say it to you. Like, just like, there, I don't there's know. no better way like, to say that. Like, that's just also, like, 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 get a, like, get a regular job. Them. Like, no, they're not. I don't know what to tell you. They're not. Like, Trash. Stop yeah. being a criminal. But, and like, people. They, it's like hard. It's hard because like you like you want to look at like a murderer, right? And be like, stop being a murderer. But then a murderer is just like, I'm, I'm gonna murder. murder. Like yeah. So like it's the like problem too is like internet outrage because there are so many people that maybe like heard what their friends said. Like oh you gotta check this out and looked, and you don't read the article, so you don't know this content's from three years old, or you don't yeah. understand like even beyond the I don't understand development. I think graphics are the first thing is done, which is stupid because. I mean, you're getting graphical software updates all the time in games, like, even after they're released, right? Um, Right. But, like, you just, you have to read the article. Like, any person that read and saw, like, oh, people believe this content is from, like, 2019, you go, oh, okay, three years old. This looks great for three years old. Not not only that, I'll just say, if this this game was coming out in 25, and that footage was from a week ago like when that footage was out, like great. was leaked still yeah. looks great but yeah. but even that like it's just it shows that the outrage machine is bigger than the facts like people would rather quickly look at something and react to it versus understand it because if you understand yep. that it's old stuff then even if you had a complaint you would, should take a second and go oh well i mean yeah i'm upset about this but there's a good chance it's different now or it's yep. changed, or it's completely different, right? Like it's just the outrage well, exists. Is yeah. bigger. As somebody yeah. like, like, here's my thing. I think, in general, I'm so tired of, and I think we've talked about this before. But like, I guess my little closing thought on it, and then I'll let you guys go. Is like, I think that it's, it's really annoying to see people complain at developers about games in general save for a few things right like there's very there's a few cases in which i think it's it's warranted right like i think if you if a game comes out and there's like i think there's a few uh, cases that i can think of that it makes sense to message like to to tweet at a at, at a studio or to message a studio or whatever is like bug reporting Right, like Cult of the Lamb, I posted in their in their Reddit about a bug that I had when it first came out because I was like, I don't see anybody talking about it, and I just want to post and be friendly. I'm not attacking them; I'm just like saying, hey, this is a bug I saw. This is a recording of it. This is how I did it. You might be able to rip. You know, I've been able to replicate it a couple times. Bada bing, bada boom, done. Right, like over. Um, but before you're going to go online, like so, like things like that, like right, like if you're if you're coming at it, if if you are coming at it in a, from a place of you genuinely want for the betterment of this product that you purchased and you're trying to either voice a concern or voice like put like a bug report out there or just in general just say like hey you know like fighting game players and, 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 and like 14 does this all the time you know something like an update happens and then inadvertently a class ends up not being as good anymore or whatever and so the players for that will go and post feedback and say hey this moves too weak now it doesn't you know it needs to be buffed up a little bit i don't know by how much but you know all that kind of stuff right 
I think there's a way to provide constructive criticism to a product that you legitimately want to get better that is totally normal and a regular thing to do. I think the the second it starts to get like mean or violent or whatever, like one, it's just not helpful. But two, I have like horrible news for you, but I don't know if you know this, but there's like there's a lot of games out all the time. And you don't have to play this. Like you don't have to play. You don't have to play a game that you don't like. Like if yeah. you're playing a game and it actively makes you upset to the point where you're thinking about going online and messaging a developer a shitty, like rude thing, or telling them that you hope they die, or you go and try to leak their fucking address info, or do all those other things. Like, literally, grow up and go do anything else. Like. You can, you can just not play the game. It's so easy. You can just go. I guess. I guess I'm done playing this, and then go play one of the other hundred million games that are out right now. And and not even like from a money perspective, because I understand like you know, if, if you only buy one or two games a year, um, and you get upset because the game that you bought is not good and all that other stuff. If that's the case, then I think that the fiscally responsible thing for you to do would be to do one, one of two things. Uh, don't buy games on release and wait. Yeah. Until you've had ample enough time to do your own due diligence to make sure that you can feel safe in your purchase or B actually try to be a productive member of society and put forth regular, normal, constructive feedback to try to improve the game that you really want to like because you only buy a couple games a year. But, like, being shitty and making other people's lives worse and harder all because your toy doesn't work the way that you want it to is very childish, in my opinion. Yeah. And helps no I, one. I say I couldn't say that any better. That I completely agree. Preston, yeah, for sure. Final thoughts? Uh, yeah, I agree with pretty much everything we said here. Like, this is not a debatable topic, I think, to me. Uh, I think there are fun leaks. Um, for example, like when games that are canceled, you get to fucking uh, see some kind of like the behind the scenes stuff. Uh, the ones that come to my mind are like, you know, like scale behind. Some of the behind-the-scenes stuff I've seen for 1313, uh, the Darth Maul game that never happened. Oh, like, dude, the 1313 stuff was dope. Yes. Yeah, until was like yeah. until George Lucas came in there and told him they make a Boba Fett game. Yeah. Uh, which, to be fair, I would have probably loved either way, uh, but I would love to see how it would have went otherwise. Um, but yeah, seeing stuff like that, that that's a kind of a fun leak. It's like, hey, we would have never gotten to see the light of day, but now we get to see some of the, like, the work that was done on it that yep. you know never got actually, um, like I said, light of day. Uh, these kind of leaks are just harmful to people. Yep. Uh, it's it's there's no positive point of it other than maybe Grand Theft Auto got a little got a little like uh, limelight, but also that fucking series and franchise and game does not need a limelight. It is in the zeitgeist mostly at all times. It has been for the past three generations and making hey, bank Preston, all the time. You, I know you don't watch basketball, but the they got in March during the NBA playoffs. They got press because there were rumors that they might drop a trailer because they dropped the GTA Five yeah. trailer like eight years or ten years earlier during the NBA Finals. Yeah. So, so now there were just rumors, yeah. and they were in the top mm-hmm. of the news. Yeah. yeah. So they, they, yeah, this game doesn't need the press for it. Um, it's just mm-hmm. hurting people who are working that you will never hear about or see. 
um, unless you are super invested into like the gaming industry, like the three of us and a lot of our listeners are, uh, that where you listen to other podcasts that have like developers and people coming in to talk to about it and the amount that this, especially if they're let go, because um, they will definitely probably come in. But other than that, I'll probably sign an NDA to get some type of severance. So they probably won't talk about it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's sad to see. I feel that personally on my end, and obviously like I don't, I'm not a huge social media guy. I'm in there. I just don't follow garbage people or pay attention to them. So like to me, it's like I'm hearing from the podcast I listen to, from my friends and my circles, like obviously you three but too, but like even like the discords we're in, I don't see anyone spitting on hot fire about this looks like garbage, blah, blah, blah. It's always like this sucks that happened to the company and the people. Um, and also like what we've been saying, it actually doesn't look bad, especially if you're telling me it was from made from 2019. Like when I zoomed in, like they saw the back of that girl's, um, he did the, like some of that top part of that screenshot looks real. Like you can see like where the bra was and how like the, the, the fabric was like kind of going yeah. around that shit. Like, like that is fucking, if that was 2019's version of Grand Theft Auto, I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. Like I cannot yeah. wait to see what this game looks like knowing mm-hmm. that that's that old. Nobody's giving you Possibly. a click to be nice. That's the only way you can get seen. In a, and in that's what she about the internet. Yeah. Yep. Some fucking kid or some fucking young adult who's like screaming at the top of their lungs, possibly in a British accent, is getting more clicks than anyone else. <laughs> um, and then they're making there hands goes, or fists. one German fan. He's just out. You know, like I said British. Accents, huh? I didn't say anything about German. I no, know, I'm saying I'm just, it's, it's, I, it's a joke that like YouTube, like British YouTubers, because of their accents, they get a lot more views because yeah. some people f- find that more attractive to listen to. I, I like listening to British people. I think their accents fucking. You don't fun like listen listening to. to German people though. Historically, uh, that, there's like no Swedes, there's no way you can Swedes, prove that at all. Swedes are his favorite, and yeah. and I also yeah I mean I mean Swedes are cool. There's one I, I like a lot. Yeah, <laughs> there is bork, one you like bork, a lot. Bork bork bork. Um, but uh, Jesus. <laughs> Oh, it's a Muppets reference. Anyway, so like I, uh, no, but I just yeah, I agree. I it's yeah, I don't know. It's not man. great. No one's saying it's great. I agree with you too. Like it's weird sometimes because it's kind of hard because like we don't ever like we would never say anything like that, right? But it's no, and I would love to see said, behind like, the scenes stuff like that. We're, like, we're just dialed give that to me in all the time. Um, but it's like we because we know what it means when this kind of stuff happens, but sure. like. Uh, you're right, like, you know, any of the circles that we run into, like, you never see anybody being like, yo, the game was like shit, but then, like, you take one step into the cesspool of social media, and you're like... I don't care to. I I agree with you, but I'm saying when, like, when developers, like, if if, uh, accounts that I follow will share photos of being like, look, this is what people are saying to me, then you're seeing it no matter, like, if you want to or not. Sure. And you're looking through some of it, and you're just like, oh, God, like, this is not... Yeah. Not no, okay. It's, it's the internet. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Uh, Preston. I had one. Game. Yes, I had a game. I don't know if I want to do it right now because <laughs> we're getting late. Um, we can hold off if we want. If you want to, I can do a tease. We can do two of the games. Uh, or two list. of the questions, you mean? No, so the, 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 the trivia game I had, is that what we're talking about, right? Correct? Yeah. So I would say we can do two of the games because the game was on my list. What's on my list for oh, games? Right. Let's do let's do two. Just have a little taste. Okay. Yeah, yeah. a little taste. Because I don't have an. Oh shit! I closed that browser. 
Because I remember like it was gonna like to be past two hours. I'm like we're not fucking do this Get, game. Getting too late for Papa Presti over here. <laughs> I gotta eat some food. Watch me some She-Hulk, man. I know, dude. I, think I gotta eat some dinner too. Yeah, I spent all my time doing all the fucking dishes. I bit fucking procrastinated on. All right, um, I'm gonna look this one up real quick, and while you guys are guessing, I'm gonna look up the second one, and then we'll go from there. Okay. All right, so this will be in order. This on is what's on your GameFly list. Correct. So it's what's on my list. So it's what's on Preston's GameFly list. It's what I have there. Sometimes they're just reminders of releases, so uh -huh. I can kind of have that as like my like little calendar. Because you know maybe you know the game comes out, and I'm like I don't actually have money for it this month because. I'm a broke ninja who just kind of lives week to week sometimes. Um, so, it, you know, there may be at one point a God of War on my list. I would love to purchase that game. I'll probably do it day one just to make sure I have it immediately. Um, but it might be on the list just in case that time of year, especially since it's November. And, you know, someone's wedding's coming up. I got Christmas gifts to buy. You know, I, I got a lot of money to spend. So... Uh, God of War might be game flight and also I'm not I'm not giving those people shit for their wedding you have a whole year <laughs> Preston just know you have a whole year to buy a gift just I mean like you're coming policy. to Milwaukee for the wedding so that's a big gift I you moved to Milwaukee whole year to buy <laughs> okay. just know it I am <laughs> I am all I, I am not going to sit here I will totally no gift is acceptable. It is okay. I don't care. No, I mean, but, I, it's, but it's your, I know, it's your but wedding. Your, I have to. I, but I have to, I have to. But I have to stop and stop on the statement that Alex coming to Milwaukee is the gift is incorrect. <laughs> That's no. a pretty good gift. No, you do not get to be like my presence. Yes, my presence. <laughs> even though it wasn't on the registry, you're here welcome. You go. Like no, I got a little bow tie right now. You motherfucker, you're in the wedding, so yes, you should be here. <laughs> you are forced to be in the wedding. All right. All right. So this is my Gamefly list. I will say that this first one will be a little bit off because it's <laughs> on what we call, or what we call, what Gamefly calls my game lock. Um, that allows me to put a guarantee that I'll get that game. Um, and I just Shut need to make sure to send in my 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 previous game that I have at least at least two days beforehand and they'll promise me that they'll send me that game it's to make sure they have proper quantities for everyone who puts it in game lock that kind of bullshit sure um, fun fact I did get I think it was Uncharted 3 like two days early because Gamefly used to try to ship it to you and make it to it gets to you like the day of like the release date and USPS was uh, being very generous, and they were very fast on uh, Hell game yeah. I love <laughs> you. You heard, you heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Sign up for Gamefly and get games before they hit their nope. street date. Shit doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> nope, they get released. They're shipped on the release date. You do yeah. not get them. Beat an embargo with Gamefly. Fly, yeah. I could have. Um, so right now, I, this to be fair, my list is in um, release date order. It switches, obviously, because things get pushed back. But right now, it should be in line with what we got. Except for this first one, because I wanted to make sure it was in lock. Because, I mean, I guess this is a little bit of a, a, a hint. But I do not plan on buying this game, but I do want to play this game. All right, so it's my game lock, uh, at least for... Let me pull up my Gamefly list. I just want to find out when the next one's coming. All right. So it's my game lock. I have a couple games in there that are already released. Uh, uh, that Dust I'm Diver into. 3. 
<laughs> Two just came out. Uh, I have I have three games on my list. One of them should have been a different game, but I forgot the name of it and put the wrong one in there, but I'm kind of curious about it. Um, but this one was, hey, this is a big game. I actually want to make sure I play and have it in my list and locked in. Uh, the other three, uh, which we won't get into those, but I'll get into one of them at the end, uh, which is kind of based on release dates. Uh, so... First one's my game lock. Um, I don't know what I should give you as far as like another hint. Uh, so what I will say is that obviously it's not out yet. It's my game lock. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you it comes out in the new consoles and PC. Comes out in October, so next month. Spooky season. Um, yep. And then what we'll do is uh, pick a number between 1 and 10, and then uh, I guess try to say at the same time. 3, 2, uh, 1, go. 7. Four. Alex, you're closer. I was going to say 7. I was going to say 7 too, but I figured you would also say it, so I changed it. <laughs> okay. All right, so uh, you get to ask me one question. Uh, you can ask me. <sighs> I could give you a not so descriptive okay. uh, description. Um, I could give you characters. And then I could also give you, I mean, I can give you consoles, but I told you that. I'll give you a release date. I want um, the genre. Characters won't do me any good. Genre, if it's a game okay. that's not out, unless it's a sequel, but if it's a game that's not out yet. I want to say action, but let me kind of look it up real quick. Farming um, simulator. <laughs> oh, I'll be so bad at this game. Because I don't know what's coming. I should know what's coming out. An action game coming out in October. I'm just trying to like Google it really quick. So technically, according to Wikipedia, it's an action role-playing game. Okay. An action I would say role-playing is very vague. It's not an RPG, if you will. I wouldn't consider sure. it that necessarily. Um, but action game, characters. An action. And if you don't know it, Alex, or if you want to take a guess, feel free. You get one guess. And then if you don't get it, then... Christian can choose another option as far as to ask me more questions about the game. Okay. 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 I think... Gotham looking anything up. You're right. Yeah! Nice. What's You're up? Nice. A game that Only I necessarily don't want to buy, but I want to play... But it's an action game. It comes out in October. Yeah, you're right. RPG is very generous. I, was like, RPG, very I, generous. I, I just said action because I figured it'd be an action game. But RPG yeah. because there are multiple characters you could play as. Probably you're technically playing a role. Whatever. You you yeah. have you, you have said before that you weren't gonna buy that, but you did want to play it. And that's the only thing that I can think of other than Scorn that was coming out in October. But <laughs> Scorn's on Game Pass, so why would you buy that? Yeah, so, it's not on my list. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so that was the only thing that I knew. And now it's all downhill from here. <laughs> Fair enough. We only got one more. Um, so this one. I'm going for a tie, baby. Look it up. I, I'm not, not going to pick up Gotham Knights. I'm going to have to have like some hardcore gameplay and reviews before I touch that game with a 10-foot pole. 
I might do three instead of two because I think this one. I didn't even know what this was. But I tossed it on Gamefly because hashtag Gamefly is great. Fucking hell. Kind of like I can't spell for my goddamn life right now. Press an editor. There you are. All right. So this game I thought was a different game. I'll let you know what the game is after you <laughs> go through it. Uh, but because of naming conventions and when I pulled up, I thought this might have been the game. But I'm kind of curious about it. It's on my list. I'll keep it there for a hot minute to see if I actually want to fuck around uh, until actual games I want to play come out. Um, but yeah. So this one. Uh, shit, this one released. No way. It must have released sooner. So probably next-gen versions came out this year, uh, according to Giant Bomb. It released in July of last year. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. but, but according to my Gamefly, it says the PS5 version releases 9-9. 2022. Um, so yeah, so it's already out. Already out. Yep. My, my next few games are gonna be ones that are out. Cyberpunk 2077. No. <laughs> uh, okay, let's do uh, the number game again. Uh, pick a number between one and ten. Uh, I'm gonna count down three, three, two, one, eight. Five. It was actually eight. Yeah. All right, you can get description, you can get... I mean, obviously, I told you it came out in the next gen recently. It was came out earlier, so I don't want to give away let consoles get, because it's fucking everything. Let me get characters. Characters? Oh, Jesus, that might not even be a thing. Let's find out. It has to be a thing. It's got to be a thing if the game's out. So there's no characters on Giant Bomb's <laughs> wiki. I will okay. say that probably because... And I'll give you a little hint because... Let the, me get a description the then. All right. Oh, this is this will explain why there's no characters. No, this, no, no, that's not fair. There. This will also explain why. To be fair, it's. I don't think any of you guys have ever heard of this game, so I'm gonna be very surprised if any of you guys get this. Um, so this is why there's no characters. It's a multiplayer shooter that takes place within a multitude arcade games that have been connected together. Gilly's Arcade. Don't know what that means. I. So multiplayer shooter that takes place within a multitude arcade games that have been connected together. Gilly's game, which is a horrible description and poorly written. I feel Alex will probably agree because that is words as word spaghetti. They, they, those are words. You are not wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> words spaghetti. I, I can't argue with you there. You have said words. It's probably a sentence technically. And then, okay. So since no one knows it, I will like just if anyone wants to shout it out, just go ahead. Um, I, I no will idea. say that the word arcade is in the game. The, 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 the word arcade is in the game's name. Is it like an arcade collection of some sort, like a. No, this is a this is a multiplayer shooter that just happens oh, to take okay. place in multitude arcade games. I literally have no idea. I, right. I don't know. Yeah, it's, you guys aren't going to know it. It's fine, because I didn't even know about it. So this is called Arcade-Ageddon. Apparently, it's, Arcade like, a Arcade third, Arcade Apparently okay. it's, called, it's like a third-person shooter. I watched a little bit uh, of a video of the, the, the um, what they call like one-shots, whatever can, they call them. On what do you quick think looks. it was? One quick look, yeah. Uh, so I thought this was going to be Arcade Paradise, which you cannot get on Gamefly, sadly enough, even though there is hard copies. <laughs> okay. Uh, Arcade Paradise is a, looks like a very fun game. I watched Jeff Gershman play it. Um, oh, okay, you, you, yeah. you own an arcade and slash like laundromat. So you got to like maintain the laundromat and the arcade by pulling out like the chipsets, getting roaches off of them. It's playing like those arcade games, manager those games. simulator. Yeah. 
but you can play those games and beat those games and get like coins and you're getting the coins out of it. It looks very fun as far as like just something you yeah, can it passively cool. do. It's a cool idea. Uh, so don't worry about arcade again, guys, but maybe uh, if you have a chance, <laughs> so if it comes on Gamefly, Arcade Paradise is what I meant to put on my fucking list. Then I'm like, I'm looking at the cover, I'm like, that doesn't... Wait, so let me look at the video. I'm like, this is not that game I thought. Some people, some people get drunk and do Amazon orders. Preston adds stuff to his game uh, list. My no, no, no. That Lucio <laughs> pop figure back there was a surprise to me one day. Was it? <laughs> my, yeah, my my roommate Michael was like, "What did you order off of Amazon?" I'm like, "I don't fucking know. Let me see it real quick." I'm like, oh yeah, there's that Lucio pop figure I was looking at. I guess I purchased that the other night, the other week. Um, I'll do yeah, one more so that way. Playing in the background. Yeah, I'll do one more so that way. Uh, Christian can at least try to get some type of point here. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's. You're right though. Al- and both Alex and I would have never gotten arcade. No, I mean I've never heard of that fucking game. I've never heard of that game like either. a year or two ago. A year ago. There we go. All right. So this is a game that came out recently again. Nine nine. And we'll do the number drop down. Get your number in head. Got my number in head. Three, mm-hmm. two, one. Four. Nine. I chose one. Christian got it. All right. So you get to pick. I would say if you want to, you can pick platform. You can pick. I'll give you release date. Uh, you can try to get a description. I'll advise you possibly against that. Um, <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do characters again. You want to do characters again? Okay, this one will have characters, I promise you. Thank God. All right, so you chose characters. Um, I would like to have fun with this. This is the last one. How many do you think you can name it in? Oh, fuck. Starting five. from five. Five. Alex, I'm going to give you a chance. Three. Christian, can you go lower? No. Okay. All right, Alex. I'm gonna say out the uh, the characters' names, but Kratos. I will I will I will give Christian a first shot if he wants to, just because it's his turn. Um, but you decided the you know, the number. Um, all right, first one from the bottom. Name Small Fry. Second one from the bottom. Name Shiver. Third one from the bottom. Is named Pearl. Small Fry, Shiver, and Pearl. It's a game that came out this month. Can't ask more questions because that's that's Alex's next turn. So genre, I know. console, anything else you can think of? He wants me to Google and Wiki. Um, a description that will be poorly worded. It's a game that came out this month. Mm-hmm. Nine nine. And you're getting it on GameFly, so it can't be something that's on Game Pass because if it was on Game Pass, then you would just go get it. I would have probably just dropped it off. Yeah, because I should download that whenever I want to. Yeah. If you want to pass, pass. Small fry, shiver, pearl. Yeah, I have no idea. Not a clue. Okay. All right, Alex, what you want? Well, console's not going to help me any, because it could be multiple. Uh, and I know it came out this month. I Look, as poorly worded as it is, let's go description. I have a guess in my head. So the reason why it's poorly worded is because I have to leave out, like, half the shit in here, because it 1,000% yeah, yeah, yeah. gives away the game. Yeah. I think I know what it is anyway. The game sends players to battle. The army 
in the lands. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm still going to go with my guess. I don't know if it's right. My guess is going to be Tim Tim. No. I actually, uh, to be fair, I may have dropped that one off because of Christian's poor views on sure. that. And I'm like, as much as I would love to play that co about this week, but my when did, longest when did Tim Tim come out? Uh, a week or two ago? That was his, that was his Yeah. Month. Two weeks yeah. ago? Yeah. yeah. That was my guess. Yeah, it was this so that that was gonna be one of my next games on uh, GameFly, but I'm like, I'm like I was gonna what? guess, uh, I was gonna guess Tinykin, but nope. because it's on Game Pass, I it didn't make any sense. Sure. Uh, does anyone else want anything as far as I mean? I'll just give you the console. It's on Nintendo Switch. Since you don't battle against something only. Well, that's even more. I know. I have no idea now. I have no idea either. Splatoon 3. Oh. Splatoon 3 enough. sends players to battle the Octarian army in the Splatlands, which they now have an actual, like, uh, yeah. PvE uh, mode on there, which yeah. looks a lot of fun. I do. They have a um, mode. If you want... It, we Splatoon can, always looks fun. We can talk after the pod we log off. I think I know somebody if you want to, like, start streaming it that... You know, has history. Edit this part out, Preston. Edit, mute him right now and edit <laughs> this out. I know he's doing. I said now, nothing. I but said also, nothing. S- streaming from a Switch is probably the hardest thing to, for me to fucking do right now. <laughs> like, if it was easy for me to do Xbox, I would not worry about anything else and rebuy Witcher Three and go through it <laughs> to the point. So yeah, I don't have to stream through my PlayStation anymore. All right, but yeah, that's that's how that game will go. Um, and uh, I think that's all the games that are already out that I have on my list. Yeah, other than that, it's going to be future games. So next time we play this game, it'll be all future games. Unless we Sweet. wait three weeks to do this. Cool. Congrats, All Alex. right. Yeah, what you won. I did. I'm the greatest. And on that, I'm never going to play <laughs> this game again. I'm going out on a high note. Nope. Uh, I'm going to be totally the play it again. Considering that you lost the last time we played, but sure. Yeah, but I won this one. That's all that matters. So anyway, yeah. everybody, thank you for joining us on another episode of The Testing Room. One of these days, I'm going to just slip in The Tasting Room and see if anybody actually notices tasting that room. I say tasting and not testing. Um, that would be, that's, our, that's our beer review podcast. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but with that, Preston, you know what to do. Uh, I know that I'm going to play Witcher this coming Wednesday. I'm sorry I didn't do this one, but I had three episodes of Andor to watch. Um, so <laughs> I did not want to play with Witcher 3. I wanted to watch Andor. Uh, but this coming Wednesday, I promise I'll do it. I'll figure out the setup. It'll happen. I've been wanting to do it. It'll happen. I promise. Keep tuned. So this comes out on Monday. So therefore, be ready for Witcher Wednesdays that following Wednesday. But yeah. Uh, other than that, hit it. This has been The Testing Room. Music by at Damien Crow on Instagram. Logo and art by at RavePet. Interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at TestingRoomPod or email us at TestingRoomPod at gmail.com. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and all of your favorite podcasting apps. And make sure to share us with your friends. Thanks, and see you next time. <laughs>